The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode for you. It's called Pay the Gravity Bill. I don't remember. As usual, I don't remember. Uh, listen, uh, this is a good episode. Uh, stay till the end. Oh, this is very exciting. Stay till the end uh, because uh, Jimmy Martin, uh, Hollywood's best friend, interviewing uh, Ewan McGregor and Haley uh, Atwell and the director of Christopher Robin, uh, the Pooh movie that is coming out. Uh, I'm jealous of Jimmy. He got to sit in a room with Haley Atwell. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But anyway, stay till the end for those interviews. Uh, Jimmy does a great job. And uh, also uh, joining us for uh, Broken News in the middle segment of the show, uh, our old friend Kari stopped by to uh, talk James Gunn and a bunch of other stuff. We've got some Star Wars news, and Shannon joins me for that as well. So, uh, fine episode, I think. I think you'll enjoy it. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Open seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more, and the previous catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake, Dr. Volts. Also, Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City. From lava lamps to lunchboxes, steampunk statues to acrylic skulls, and a hard-to-find coffee table books, dress up your dorm with decor from Cabin Fever. And the Twin Sons Cafe, Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. Uh, so if you could go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons Cafe, it'll pop right up. And uh, you can help out uh, Chef Daniel uh, with, his, uh, with his cause, the Twin Sons Cafe. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, they're open seven days a week, 20, uh, excuse me, 293 South State in, uh, in Clearfield. Uh, they're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex education workshops as well. Also sponsoring the program, Fan X, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con, returns to the Salt Palace September 6th through the 8th. You can meet celebrity guests and shop from talented art and merchandise vendors. I'll tell you more about it coming up. Get the full lineup and purchase tickets at fanxsaltlake.com. And uh, Geek Show, we will be doing a panel there. So uh, join us for that. All right, on with the program. It's Pay the Gravity Bill. Please to enjoy and welcome back to the basement. Woo! Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Oh! Woo! You all right? Yeah, my sciatica. Woo! Woo! His sciatica, he's Shannon Barnes. Oh, jeez. Oh, God damn it. I'm stuck in this chair. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. You hey. have a permanent fixture of Shannon. Oh, well. In That's cool. Just down here screaming and getting barked at by the dog. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to try to get out of this chair every Wednesday. Every I Wednesday? Every Wednesday. What you got going on, bud? Uh, it's a pub quiz. I really? It, yeah, I do it at Lucky 13. What do you do there? Uh, fucking uh, ask questions and be an asshole. Yeah. What, what would I do if I came? Uh, you would answer the questions and maybe be an asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like a dream come true. Right. Uh, so, yeah. 8 o'clock. Lucky 13. Every Wednesday. Uh, come show how awesome your brain is, stupid. Brain, <laughs> brain awesome. Keep working on that. 
I'm, I'm workshopping I, it's it. A, it's a t-shirt waiting to happen. Come show how awesome. awesome your brain is. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> awesome. Br- stupid awesome brain. Brain awesome. He is a t-shirt waiting to happen. He is Lee George K. Oh, God damn it. I am a t-shirt waiting to happen. It's a cautionary t-shirt. It says, don't be like Lee. Maybe it says, be like Lee. Be more like Lee. Be more like Lee than Lee is. You never know. Well, maybe the front says, don't, and the back says, be yeah, like Lee. It's like a Rob Zombie song. More so human than the human. More yeah. Lee than the Lee. It could, it could be terrifying. It's an awful lot of t-shirts. It really is. That's and a there lot, are, that's and a the lot of smallest, <laughs> The smallest size is double extra large, because, damn it, I know my audience. <laughs> I know me. I plan on expanding to at least a quadruple extra large. Sure. That's a goal. And my mom said, you know, aim for the sky, son. Keep eating. Uh, That'll keep you on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that the Earth's gravity is about to turn off, so I'm going to keep myself super dense. Turn right. off? It's not like Just a light bill, dude. No, I'm seriously. Since we entered the cancer, damn, verse, we didn't pay our gravity bill. Since Earth, Earth didn't pay its bills. Since we entered the cancer verse, I'm pretty sure we can turn off the gravity at will. Oh, if you want some super tasty jerky that doesn't suck, check it out. Fresh Vegan Foods on Etsy. Etsy's a great marketplace. Where uh, you know people who make stuff can sell stuff. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> so we do free shipping on four bags or more. It's pretty pretty cool stuff. Also on August eighteenth, I'm going to do it again. August eighteenth, we're doing a charity fundraiser at uh, one of my one of my many jobs now at Shiv Games. Uh, we're doing a charity fundraiser for our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico to help bring uh, clean power that can't be destroyed by by hurricanes. Uh, if you want to help contribute to this seriously awesome cause, uh, you can do donations to Shiv Games Utah at gmail.com. Just make sure you put something about uh, Geek Show Says Hey in the in the comment line so that Jeff knows where the money's coming from. Because seriously, people, we've got we've got American citizens hurting. We've got people that are not able to even you know brush their teeth, let alone turn their lights on. So let's try and do our best and 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 help some people out. Don't throw it to Jimmy. Don't throw it to Jimmy. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I am too drunk to be as passionate about it as I was in the last episode, though. So. All right then, Tony. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Come well, on. Want to give it a try? <laughs> I didn't make eye contact with Carrie for this reason. Yeah, you're like, don't throw it to me. Yeah. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or uh, always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot every other week, where we just talk about gadgets, tech, and video games. That's about it. That's all I got. Okay. We're not cool. <laughs> Well, we try to be. I think you're cool. Hey, thanks. And he's breathing a sigh of relief. His name is Jimmy Martin. There he is. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, glad I could help you. Watch me on Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> no, say it. Say it with vigor. With vigor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. Big me mouth off. You can uh, listen to me on the Geek Show, the Your Show, and Ruby and Slug. Uh, at the this episode, more interviews. More interviews? Yeah. Who's this time? Who's who's the rock so, f- fighting now? Stay till the end to hear Jimmy interview celebrities. I don't know at this time, mm. but is the cast of Christopher Robin? Oh. oh. So it could be Ewan McGregor, which I'm assuming. We it will could, know. It could be Eeyore. Could, you know who is one of the voices? Is Peter Capaldi. Who's uh, Capaldi playing? Uh, he's the rabbit. Oh, rabbit. oh my God. Yeah. Do you know the guy that does the voice of Eeyore is the same guy that does Optimus Prime? No, it's not. It is. No, it's Peter, not. Peter it's Brad Garrett. Oh, it's in the new one. Yeah. Oh, well, so it used to be. It so used to be Optimus Prime. Brad Garrett's perfect for that. Yeah. But the, his wife is played by Haley Atwell. Oh, my oh. little Haley Atwell. Yeah. I think she's okay. Yeah, she's she's kind of attractive. I think she. 
Oh, I think she's okay. Little, oh, my little Haley. I, oh. She made me blush. So, I yeah. think um, I think Ice Cube was an odd choice for Piglet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. Yo, Pooh. Yeah. Yo, Tigger. Today's a good day. <laughs> What's there up, Tigger? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tigger, please. But the look. So not the, even going anywhere near that. No. Nope. Yep. <laughs> this is, this well, is all acceptable. <laughs> well, we'll we'll know who these celebrities are. In about 15 minutes when we have broken news, yeah. and I'll be able to no, tell I, you. I know it wasn't Ewan McGregor, because Jimmy would have asked him about his massive unit. Dick. <laughs> massive unit. That's the rumor. So I heard you have a rumor. Have Watch. you seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. There's a movie called The Pillow Book. That's right. The where he, where he, plays, he plays a dude who's in, uh, in, in one of the Pacific Rim nations where he's involved with a woman who's a tattoo artist. And there's one scene where he's making out with this lady, and he stands up to carry her out of the bathtub that they're making out in. And I swear to God, his massive unit dents the bathtub as yeah. he's getting out of he it. He Kevin Baconed it. Wow. No, he, like in he, literally, he literally What does that mean, Kevin Baconed it? He, Kevin Bacon's got a big old dick, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's what Tremors was, really was? Yeah. yeah. That, that was, he was the sandworm. That's why the series failed. Um, <laughs> when, when Ewan McGregor gets out of this tub, he literally, it's like, it's like you hear this loud clong. It sounds like the gong on the gong show. Yeah, or like Big Ben went off. Shut the fuck. No, you... No, I mean, no. I'm saying mid-thigh. So just so you know, stay tuned to the end of the episode so you see uh, Disney's Christopher Robin <laughs> interviews. <laughs> nice job, Disney's Christopher Robin. Yeah, I mean, seriously, it is a seri- it's a, oh, bother. From Ewan idiot. McGregor, really? Ewan McGregor's got a massive fucking schlong. <laughs> I just like I to heard, think. I heard, it's right. like a baby's that, arm that holding thing, an apple. That I heard, thing, I heard, I heard Jared Leto, uh, Kevin Bacon, and... Ewan McGregor? Uh, yeah, those are the three. And Michael no. Fassbender. Ewan McGregor. Right. Ewan apparently, McGregor. Michael Feisbender's got a giant c- and dick. And Liam too. Neeson, apparently. Well, that's a given. Well, God, because his Padawan's got a huge big. dick. Exactly, it was taken. No, Ewan McGregor could actually like <laughs> lay on his back and be a municipal sundial. Wow. Well, I'm just uh, glad fun. they had the uh, the same guy voice Winnie the Pooh's voice. It's been doing it for years. Jim Who's Cummings. It? Jim Cummings. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's his unit? He's talking about dicks, and he said Cummings. You know who, uh, who also has a How's his unit? Emmanuel it's, it's Lewis. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah, Webster. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dictionary. He had a. <laughs> he had to fold it in half and strap it to his leg because he's so teeny tiny. They call him tripod. Right. They called. He called it ma'am. <laughs> What's up, y'all? You know, I've, all this I've forgotten where we are. I think we're introducing. Uh, you know who also has a giant Jay? dick? I'm already done. Who's <laughs> right. your host? I've never seen it. Oh, but, what you about know. Jay? Do we get well, to Jay? I have a. I, I've been described as I have a GED, good enough dick, and well, I'm that's what my wife said too. About Jay? No. Just about Just about me. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm familiar with this term. <laughs> I always whip mine out and I go, look over there, and then I hide it. <laughs> I hide it inside him. Oh, so it's like it, it's like those little videos where they show the, the blanket. Yeah. I was like, what's that? Boop. <laughs> the dis- hashtag disappear challenge. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Whitaker. Uh, follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, at mm-hmm. It's Jay Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, changes the, uh, mm-hmm. that changes the acronym GED a lot, Yeah, I think. Good whole enough, whole good dynamic enough has changed. Yeah, it's all Good enough to, dick. You got to get your GED. Get your yeah. GED, otherwise you're useless. I know. Yeah. I don't want my GED. <laughs> it, really make, it really makes, like... My cousins, I have I have a lot of female older cousins, and I remember. Where is this Wait, going? This no, is getting weird. No, I, I, I'm <laughs> walking away. I remember, well, I'll be I, over here, guys. I remember my oldest cousin, Jakari, saying to her sister, 
girl, you need to get your GED. <laughs> and now I'm like, hmm. Maybe it was. Like, maybe yeah. they were talking about something else. I was like, but like you code? went to Stanford. Why is you having this conversation? It's anyway, weird. Um, I'm. What, what, we what are we talking about? Oh, this is the this 30th is, of uh, Okay, July, 30th. So. I'm going to be at Dick's Bean Town Comedy <laughs> It always comes back. It always comes around. I'm going to be at August 17th and 18th. I'm going to be at Dick's Bean Town Comedy Club in it's Worcester, gonna be Massachusetts. It's going to good enough Dick's Bean Town. <laughs> There's no escaping. Well, you got to get your good enough. Your GED BT. GED BT. I'm going to be there and tell your folks I'm slanging them jokes. I'm going to. Jay, I love you. You're going to jail. Kat and I are heading back to Massachusetts, her home state. Oh, yeah. And doing a show there with Corey Rodriguez. Make sure you check out Corey Rodriguez's new special on drybarcomedy.com as well as my special on drybarcomedy.com. And then September 14th, 15th, I will be headlining Wise Guys. Uh, there's, That's it. That's it. Get your GED. Bye. That's good All enough. Right. Is, your, is your special called Officer mm. I Didn't Mean It? No, it's called... <laughs> Sa- um, my dry bar comedy is called Safe for Work. And also, September 14th, 15th, Wise Guys. September 18th through the 22nd, I'll be at the Big Pine Comedy Festival in Arizona. There we go. Wow. wow. There you we are, go. Yeah, your boy's getting booked. Your boy's getting worked. And Never. he doesn't want to see any kind of dick. Nope. No GED. It's our host. Especially, no blue, no blue penis. Not, especially not in the shower. Yeah. Not in the shower. No Dr. Manhattan for him. It's our host, Carrie Jackson. That one was fake, so I was okay with it. <laughs> can, we call you, was, can we call you Dr. 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 Salt Lake City? He was, sure. he was mesmerized by the dongle physics. Dongle. It was all about the animation. I was yeah. just you know wondering about... Uh, Monday through Friday, <laughs> 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Uh, I got a lot of stuff uh, to get to. That we'll get to your questions coming up. We got broken news on the way. Uh, Jimmy's interviews, all of that coming up. Uh, this is—I uh, don't know how to feel about this. I'm a fan of the Alien franchise. I'm a fan of the first Alien movie. I like the, the second s- one. I like the second one too. I like the second one. I kind of like the third. I kind of like the third one. Mm. I kind of yeah, like the fourth. This I like is the fifth. my control. Sorry. <laughs> I just love that character in there. Uh, but this is a little piece of uh, cinema history is about to be rediscovered. Um, and it's, uh, this has been announced that uh, it's going to be a comic book miniseries. And it was the original unproduced screenplay for Alien 3 uh, written by William Gibson. Who's like a neuromancer? The neuromancer yeah. author, yeah, famous science fiction author. The, William the guy, Gibson. Who, I, I believe, neuromancer is the book that termed Him. the uh, coined the term the web and surfing the web and hacking oh, and he, all that shows. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was it was him and uh, uh, what's his face that did Snow Crash. They were kind of the pioneers for yeah. cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, which almost all of our internet terminology came from. Yep. yep. He uh, he wrote this back in eighty seven. Okay. Uh, based on existing treatments. So right about Aliens time. Was, uh, yeah, eventually replaced amid the extensive development process for the movie. It tells the story entirely from a, 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 the eventual movie release uh, in 92. Um, for one thing, Sigourney uh, Ripley is sidelined almost completely. And two of the characters from Aliens, which would have been um, Bishop and Hicks... Uh, are pretty much, they shoulder the brunt of the story. Uh, in the script, the hibernating crew of the Sulaco, because that's, remember, the end of the second movie, yeah. uh, are intercepted by the Union of Progressive Peoples, an independent nation, 
and taken to a larger space station where the inevitable outbreak of xenomorphs occurs. Yeah, they just pop up. Uh, the story explores the ideas of dueling governments, both fighting for control of a powerful biological weapon and many of the moral and sociological implications that fight would have. Sounds very Gibson-y. It sounds very Gibson-y. Yeah, it does. So you're going to get this from Dark Horse Comics coming very soon. I might read it. I Yeah. I'm curious about that. A little sad to hear Ripley's sideline. Well, she... They one of my biggest issues with Alien Three was that you you have your your driving force the entirety of Aliens is is Ripley's relationship with Newt, and then you find out later in one of the other movies that she had a daughter. Actually, it was a video game. You find out she had a daughter, yeah, yeah. Uh, who she actually outlived. But then what do you have? Alien Three first scene killed Newt. her and Hicks dead. Yeah, completely dead. Yep. So it kind of kind of threw the gravity of it out. But you know, it was grim. It's what we needed. Grim. Sadness. Bad call, Ripley. Bad call, uh, Ripley. Let's see. Uh, this, uh, well, Indiana Jones 5. All right. Oh, God damn it. Can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm well, really excited for you're it. You're going to have to wait a little longer. Does it have Shia? How much depends no? product? I don't think Shia's going to be in, in anything really good ever again. Uh, probably not. Or even like, well, I'm not saying this is going to be good. Well, <laughs> and, and whether he'll even be in it. We don't know if he'll even be in it. Um, the search for the Golden Walker. It has been pushed back. <laughs> Um, that's Whoa. just one of the several premiere shifts that Disney announced. That belongs in a retirement home. <laughs> they can't push it back too far, or else they're not going to have an actor. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He just had a birthday recently, and he's like 75 yeah. or some shit. The search for the golden shawl. I know, right? <laughs> Sean, you don't understand. The race for the grail is not a race against Calista. grail. It's a race against... Calista. Hi. Hi. Like insurance. It's all the new trends are growing um, body. Now. Line, Calista. So lying. <laughs> so She's here's not here, sir. So here's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they moved up Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, because Harrison Ford's great in that. Uh, from <laughs> December 25th to December 19th of this year. Okay, that's only six days. Yeah. Okay. So they moved that. Uh, Jungle Cruise with The Rock. With right, Dwayne Johnson. Is that where he fights a boat? God damn! It's like, is it, like, does he film like four movies at a time? He must. Second greatest actor of all time. Yeah. Who's the Get first? Get the fuck out of here. Jason Statham. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. first. And Jason Statham. And then Jason Statham. Yeah, he's yeah. third. <laughs> yeah, so in Jungle Cruise, he just punches a boat as they go by. I'm going to kick wild this animals. giant shark in the throat. Hey, who is the greatest actor of all time? I just told you. I know you, but you were wrong. Welcome to my <laughs> master class in acting. Today I'm I am the greatest actor of all time. I'm going to teach you anguish. Everybody needs to learn how to emote. Emote. Like I do on screen. <laughs> Especially when holding a sword. 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 And sword. and I would say holding a shield, but only girly men use shields. Sword. I think I'd probably say Bruce Willis. Sorry. Greatest actor greatest of all time? Of all Bruce Willis? Like, who never fucks up really a lot. talking about Bruce Willis. Wait, wait, what was like, that cop movie? Did you got, wait, wait, wait. I can't find a reason to disagree with you. Yeah. I, no, like, I, I, I can't find a reason to disagree with him. But what really made me uh, excited was the shot of Samuel Jackson. Uh, Ooh, and that and might be the answer. Glass yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Mr. Glass. Yeah. Uh, that, that shot of, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's fucking young uh, Xavier? What's his name? James McAvoy. Yeah, the shot of uh, yeah. Samuel Jackson, James McAvoy, and Bruce Willis. I hope I'm not getting too excited for that movie. I, I really, <laughs> I can honestly <laughs> say you are. But that, Dang but that it. shot, that that shot that they, oh, yeah. they released, I was like, mm-hmm. I have to see. Like off that shot alone, I'm like, I want to see. No, what I'm excited. Have. Yeah. 
Mm. Anyway, so Jungle Cruise, which is based on the Disneyland ride. Boat <laughs> Puncher. Uh, that is uh, in production. will be released on October 11th, 2019. I hope they incorporate Who's in the teacup ride movie? <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Punch Dwayne Johnson. the Rock Johnson. Do you guys remember when they used to base rides off movies? Exactly. Now yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah. And I, went, then, I went to the Showgirls ride. It was weird. Get dizzy. I was great. Until Disney's teacups. I was fine in that ride until the monkey showed up. The monkeys, <laughs> they, they just let the monkeys out. I know. It's just, and then uh, Kyle McLaughlin comes up and goes, I don't know why I'm here. So the Indiana Jones movie, it's getting a new script, and it moves from July 10th, 2020 to July 9th, 2021. Oh, he's going to be wow. dead. Wow. I don't think he's going to be around for this one. Oh, he'll be around. He's uh, he's, yeah. he's in good shape, I suppose. Yeah, Calista. Uh, oh, Calista. I don't know. Maybe they have some sort uh, of insurance thing going on that movie, and if it never gets made, they get a Calista. Cash I need in. another transfusion, <laughs> guys. He's got fugitive money. He's fine. Turned out there really was no time for love. <laughs> he's got fugitive Dr. money, Doctor Jones. And he's got um, fugitive two money too. And uh, <laughs> he was in that one. Let's see. Today's he's a producer. Today's he's got, <laughs> he's got Mosquito Coast money. Uh, I think it's this weekend. I think I liked that movie. He's got hostage money. <laughs> What's going on this weekend? Um, <laughs> Venture Brothers. What? Yeah! 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I love yeah, those guys. Yeah, Is it coming back? Yeah. Is it coming back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah! I still love our interview with them. Best interview all we did was talk about Batman dicks? <laughs> yeah. That is the best interview we ever did with people from animation. Bar none. Yep. It's uh, August 5th on Adult Swim. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm so I am too. That show is so gonzo. I love, I love it. You know what I hate about that show though? Nothing. No, every year I'm like, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to go back into Venture Brothers. So I watched the last episode because I have I'm still not caught up. Yeah. I'm like in season four. And I start watching season four and I go, Oh shit, I'm kinda lost. So I go back to season one. And <laughs> yeah. I start watching it again. <laughs> and then I go down that rabbit hole. And then, you know, next thing I know, I get to Bowie having a fight with Iggy Pop on the top of the Zeppelin. Yes. Yeah. And, ah, but I'm trying to take but, a Count Dooku. But it's been two years. <laughs> you could have gotten, you could have gotten caught up by then. Because it, it has been two years since Are they've you been judging on. my life, sir? A little. I I all, all I know yeah. is like I was one hundred. Like I love that show, but the, the episode where the six million dollar man loves Sasquatch and, and the Sasquatch. Yep. Are the, they're like lovers out in the forest. Yep. It's so good. Yep. And the, and the and episode where uh, Race Bannon, dead Race Bannon, yeah, kids, kids playing on the corpse of Race Bannon as the wind drags his parachute down a street. Uh, and the Johnny Quest is a fucking drug addict in yeah. the undersea lab. Yep. Uh, and then oh, the God. the Sean Connery character is a uh, woman beating drug abuser who lives in the Serengeti. Oh. But who's the best character? Come on, everybody say it. Well, Brock but, Samson. Brock Samson. Well, Brock Samson. Nope. But nope. The what? best side character is. Uh, What's his name? Uh, the, the fucking Doctor Strange knockoff. Oh, oh yeah, Professor Orpheus. Or- yeah, Orpheus. He- Who wants pizza rolls? Who wants cupcakes? No, no, no. To me, to me, it's summed up by one line from one character. Theseus, I am your Minotaur. <laughs> and he rips his shirt open, and he's got this fucking tattoos outlining his. It's 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 the monarch. The whole shit where he's like letting a prostitute run through the maze that he has built in the cocoon. And he's like, dare you get past my modern maze and the polar bear from Lost? <laughs> I don't know. Such I a think, great show. I think my favorite like tertiary or secondary character has to be the uh, the small 
uh, scientist with the robot arm. Uh, like Billy Quizboy. Billy, Billy Quizboy. Quiz yeah, oh, Dr. White. He cracks yeah. me oh, up. Oh, and then the one shot, my favorite was Truculies. Tr- Truculies, and then you get manic. Uh-huh. Uh, you get you get uh, you get Doctor Baron Unterbite's character. Uh, oh. one, one of his ministry, uh, manic eight ball. Yep, and Unterbite girl, and, and girl Hitler. Girl, <laughs> girl Hitler. Girl Hitler. Is oh awesome. my gosh! And uh, somebody said to me, he "says I didn't realize that the head of Sphinx, yeah, uh, whose character name is Hunter Gathers, yeah." People didn't realize that that was a parody of Hunter Thompson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a real deep a, dive. Right. A trans parody yes. of Hunter S. Thompson. Right. Because yeah. he has he has breasts by the end of yeah. the, the last That's <laughs> right. When he posed and, as a stripper. And then, and then you have something uh, something having to do with the uh, Jewish conversion of Truckosaurus. Was it Truckosaurus? It was the... It was the um, Optimus Prime character. That's Truckulees, isn't it? Tru- I don't know. Ignore me! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the Transgalactic Inquisitor. <laughs> well, what's great, though, is that uh, people who you know, saw Dr. Orpheus and couldn't figure out what that character was all about, yep. they now probably will be able to figure it out because yep. Dr. Strange is in the mainstream. And, uh, yep. H. John Benjamin did the voice of his of his mentor who spent an entire episode licking his own balls because he was a dog. Was, was oh, it, the right? dog. Yeah. It was the three-headed dog. It was yeah. uh, Cerberus. Cerberus. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, then, and then you had the show. Fantastic Four parody where, oh, so uh, where the, Colbert did the voice of Colbert Mr. Colbert was Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic and, 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 and the invisible girl didn't go completely invisible just, just her, her skin. skin just her skin <laughs> well and then and the, thing like, was, ah! the thing was the thing was a scab a yes. mentally talented scab and then the brother the human torch was just always in pain from and lighting he, on fire yeah he could feel in, the fire being on fire oh god <laughs> <laughs> Well, clever uses clearly, his powers. Clearly, folks, if you're not watching the Venture Brothers, <laughs> you we, should. Uh, we might love it. We're insisting it's a great that. Show. No, but it was so funny when we met those guys. Like when we did that oh, yeah, interview. Yeah. That they interview were, was so, like, Obviously, they were they're fucking weirdos like us. Yeah. And the best thing is, it's like they sat down. They go, "Well, Cartoon Network won't let us talk about the new season. Yeah. <laughs> well, let us talk about it. And so we're we, like, we just talked about what? Batman Dick. And so we just like sat and shot the shit with these guys, and they I think they were so refreshed. They're like, yeah. oh, listen to these fucking idiots. I love them. Oh, I felt so <laughs> bad. They gave us I, the best. And then we met Mike Tyson. Oh, that was at that, that same was that moment. Same yeah. day. It was like it was like which, same which happened before. It was like it was we met Mike Tyson. We were waiting. No, we were waiting for them. And, and then, that, we, yeah, and then and you we were met. sitting and you were facing that patio. You yeah. and Jimmy were facing that patio right. with my back to it, and you guys go. It's fucking Holy Mike. shit! You go, you go. Is that motherfucker Mike Tyson out there? Well, he was, you know, and he was there promoting Mike Tyson yeah. mysteries, which, which is I, fucking great. Which which I just like, so he's standing out on the patio, yeah. right? And yeah, he, it was in a courtyard. For the record, beautiful courtyard. Yeah. Very nice. He's like in a white linen suit, like, and he's smoking a cigar. Right, and, and Jimmy it's goes such a nice place. If you're if you're going to greet Mike Tyson, this is the place that you do it. And Jimmy's like, like, my favorite part was like, Jimmy's like, I, I no. You know what? Like, and, but you were like, like that is Mike Tyson. F- it's fucking Mike Tyson. Who I, wore, the what I, I just wore my Robin And, and the, the only person I wanted to talk to in that whole thing was Mike Tyson. Yeah. You guys go out, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm too scared. I can't, well, I can't I, do I, it. And I said, I'm not going. Right. So <laughs> these two go out, and you guys talk to him for a while. Yeah. yeah. Nicest guy. Yeah. And, I, and then I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going out. What do I care? And I walked out, and I go, what's he going to do? Toss you over the balcony? I mean, like, maybe. Like, I looked at Mike. I looked at you two, and I go, Hey, Jay. Hey, Jimmy. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and he goes, hee 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 So do you guys crazy. remember? And I shook remember? his hand. I was like, I'm just kidding, Mike Tyson. I know who you are. Yeah. You guys and remember? I go, ooh, do you work out? Yeah. Do you guys remember who was interviewing uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public when we sat down at the table? The goddamn woo. 
Well, the goddamn Wu was with us. Yes. She yeah. joined our group. Yeah. Right before then was a five foot one gentleman from uh, New Jersey dressed as the Predator. Oh, oh that's right. That's what? Right. Little and, Predator. Yeah. And then he had a Juggalo guy with him. And the two of them were like, yo, 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 what's up, Jackson Public? I'm interviewing Wu with the Predator. And the Predator's like, ah, I'm Tic Tac, Lilith's Predator. Ah. I and totally forgot about it. All that. they asked was stupid ass questions. That's why they were so happy to see us, because they'd just been interviewed by, the guy. by a, a, a reject from Jersey Shore and Tic Tac, the tiny predator. Well, might I suggest that you go to geekshowpodcastarchive.com and find it and find that episode. It's uh, our because San Diego also, Comic-Con episodes. And we also interviewed uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog yes. and, and, uh, and, and uh, Jack, Jack McBriar. McBriar yeah. and, it was so that, funny. that show never worked. And Kirsten Shaw. And, and Owen yeah. Kirsten Shaw. She yeah. was And she had was all Jimmy. She busted and in that fucking place. Crystal Shaw was the coolest. She was so cool to Very us. Very cool, yeah. And she had, she had the coolest sandals on and, big, and just big... And then Jimmy and I got an interview with Aisha Tyler that yes. we never recorded. No. We, no, like we, everyone was at, it was like a table like this. Yeah. And no one, and no one, everyone, like everyone had equipment except us. How could and you? And so we just, we just talked to her like, what's up? How could you function within 200 feet <laughs> I know, of Aisha she Tyler? Is, she's, she's just amazing. gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some broken news then. After, After these messages, we'll be right back. Mike Tyson. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique, is it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Cabin Fever, reminding the college crowd to stop by for some dorm decor. Cabin Fever carries a large selection of room decor options for your bedroom or dorm. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. It's getting to be that time of year again, packing up for the summer and getting back to school for another year of wisdom, education, and weekends with friends. How's that dorm working out for you? 
Switch it up this year with help from Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. From lava lamps to lunchboxes, steampunk statues to acrylic skulls, as well as an array of hard-to-find coffee table books, dress up your dorm room with decor from Cabin Fever. And for the subset, brand new Wake and Bake coffee mugs, beer pong accessories, shot glasses, and flasks. Cabin Fever's got your weekends covered as well as your dorm. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Fan X, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con, returns September 6th through the 8th at the Salt Palace. Fan X is Utah's ultimate pop culture fan experience. Prepare to geek out to the biggest Fan X lineup to date. Meet celebrity guests, including motion picture actors, comic creators, and animated character voice actors. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors. Geek out to your favorite fandoms, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who, Stranger Things, DC, Marvel, and many, many more. The FanX guest lists include Ben Affleck, David Tennant, Tim Curry, Dick Van Dyke, Evangeline Lilly, Carl Urban, Rain Wilson, Chuck Norris, Ian McDermott, Tom Welling, Paul Rubens, Katie Sackhoff, Trisha Helfer, and many, many more. Get the full lineup and purchase tickets at fanxsaltlake.com. And we'll see you at the Salt Palace September 6th through the 8th. Broken news, welcome to it. Yeah. Hello. Uh, the name of the episode is uh, Pay the Gravity Bill. What the fuck? I don't it's remember. our third show, right? <laughs> it was the third show. <laughs> and we'll get back to it in a moment. Before we start, yes. we've got to raise a glass. We do. Is it? Who? I'm confused. To what? Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. Oh, no. <laughs> the great wrestler. Tragedy. Tag, tag team partner of mm-hmm. the Iron Sheik. Oh, my God. And if you do not follow the Iron Sheik, he was best friends with Anthony Bourdain too. Nikolai Volkov. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, they would like tweet tweet to each other. Sure. Well, maybe it was his PR machine though. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you just, just the idea of that is hilarious. Is that, it's such a weird like <coughs> wow. yeah intersection of worlds. <laughs> if you don't follow the Iron uh, Iron Sheik, yeah. On uh, did did he Twitter? announce it on Twitter? No, I just saw it on Facebook. But oh. <laughs> Iron Sheik's really funny. He's always <laughs> calling people fuckers and. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. he types in all caps, too. Yeah, all yeah, caps. He's all always caps. yelling. He's like, do you guys ever read the Hulk film review page? Film, film no. critic yeah, Hulk? Yeah, film critic Hulk. Yeah, yeah he's like that. <laughs> I just want to say it's good to be back. I'm glad to have you back. Indiana. How was it? Indiana was great, and I got some stories. I got to give a shout out. So I stayed in the dorms. I had a roommate and everything. His name is Ron. Mm-hmm. He's like one of my new best friends. And, uh, and then we, uh, just our crew was me, Ron. John and Katie, a bunch of other badass teachers. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. I got some stories for a third show. Oh, okay. Including our adventures in a video rental store. Which I saw on, online uh-huh. that, that one still exists. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see me, my video in there? I saw, I, I watched the first 30 seconds of it. I did thought, it smell oh. weird? No, oh. it smelled good. It was good. Cool. But I, I'd like to say a big fuck you to American Airlines. <laughs> they are my sworn fucking enemy. Fuck you. Don't ever ride American Airlines. They don't give a shit about you. Shannon will fight the whole fucking plane, too. If, if they <laughs> had a fight face. A plane. If American Airlines had a face, I'd fucking punch it. Planey McPlane face. I got stuck for two days in Chicago because of weather, which I guess is clouds. <laughs> and um, so I was trapped there. And it's like 
I was supposed to fly out at noon or something like that on a on Sunday. It got delayed just a little bit till four thirty on uh, Monday. Hmm. No, no, Saturday. No, it's Friday and Saturday. Anyway, so I had to go get a seventy dollar Motel Six in the outskirts of Chicago. Mm. Took a thirty five dollar cab ride to my seventy dollar. Mm. Okay. American American Airlines kept my luggage. I had no clothes. They, I had no toothbrush. The hell, right? And they're like, "Well, if you want to wait for two or three hours, we can get it for you." And oh I'm just like, "Oh my god, fuck you!" <laughs> I could never work in it for an airline because people just yell <laughs> "fuck you" you all, all the time. Yeah. So I had to go to Walmart and buy like a new outfit for the next day, a toothbrush, you know, everything. Was Jesus. this in Indiana? Right? No, this is in, in Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, okay. And so I'm standing. And my whole, I say it was saying on the second floor, the whole second floor smelled like weed. <laughs> That's not legal in Illinois. No, right? it's not. No. Like it was pungent, right? Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I'm walking back to my room and this lady's walking towards me. She looks like, you know, a normal lady, like a middle aged mm-hmm. housewife kind of lady. Yeah, yeah. You know, glasses and stuff. And, uh, she's, this is one o'clock in the morning. And she comes walking up. She goes, well, what time is it? And I look at my watch and I go, it's, uh, well, it's about 106. She goes, AM or PM? Oh, and I my went, God. Wow. Fucking AM? It's nighttime. So the weird smells coming from your room then. Well, then she just starts <laughs> babbling at me. And she goes, Are you here alone? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and she's either a hooker or just wants to, 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 to fuck. I don't know. And she's just like babbling at me, right? Just like trying to get up to my room. In the middle of her spiel, she lets this giant fart, you guys. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, this giant fart. <laughs> Doesn't, like, break her speech at all. Oh, it's my like God. like she didn't notice or she, she didn't care. Oh, okay. So and she... it was a clapper. It was a, you know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, she was like, I was talking, so he, he didn't hear it. I mean, clearly, he didn't hear that <laughs> I while like, I was talking. And I, I talk just loud went, enough, you didn't hear it. Yeah, right. And I just went, I gotta go. <laughs> I went to my room. I locked it. I even locked the yes, and I just sat there and drank a bottle of vodka. <laughs> oh my god! Welcome to Salt Lake City on a Saturday night for Kari. Yeah. <laughs> How do you make a giant fart and not know? How could you not? That's horrifying. Well, she didn't know what day it was. It's true. So That's, yeah, you know, I mean, AM right. or PM. Oh, oh Jesus! Suffice to That's say, funny. the weed in Chicago is probably pretty good. Yeah. Probably. Well, <laughs> well or, or the meth. Or, yeah, <laughs> or the meth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get down to our filthy business here. Uh, speaking of filthy business, looks like that Fox Disney deal's going through. No! I saw that. Monopoly yep. bad. It is happening. I can't. Uh, this will really scare you, oh how God. quickly the meeting took. Eight minutes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I see. I Everybody involved with Fox was just like, give me my money! Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, bitch better have my money. <laughs> and you're like, okay, Fox. <laughs> they, the meeting took place at a Hilton in mid Midtown uh, Manhattan. I bet it's nicer than that Motel Six. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Within eight minutes, the combination merger proposal from 21st Century Fox received a majority votes from its shareholders to approve the deal for Disney. I think I just shit myself. To acquire a number of Fox assets, this is what they're getting. Uh, the poor, the portion of Fox that Disney is uh, getting includes uh, TV and movie studios, Star India. The network. What's, oh, okay. Yeah. FX, uh, Nat Geo, 
Uh, Fox's 30% stake in Hulu and Fox's 39% stake in Sky, which is a European TV. Okay. And that's, that's what Comcast was after. When they counter when they counter offered, they wanted that Sky. They wanted that Sky TV. Okay. Um, at the meeting, one shareholder complained the price was too high. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be that guy. Yeah. Um, excuse me, this seems a little spendy. Shut Actually, up, Stephen. <laughs> I brought Shut some the coupons. Fuck up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave prints out coupons yeah. from. <laughs> Oh, Christ. So Disney is expected to pay about $35.7 billion in Holy cash shit. and issue about 343 million new Disney shares to Fox stockholders. That's insane. <sighs> oh, my God. I wish I'd bought stock in... I've, if I, ever, I have all these earmarks if I ever get to go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> like these exact dates where I should be buying shares of things. Marvel, Disney. Yeah. yeah. I wrote them on the notes app on my iPhone, though, so that's not going to work out so well for well, me. Well, if it holds the charge. Sure. It's, it's yeah. charge. You'll still yeah. be able to look at it. I'll no. be able to get my pen and All of a sudden, you find yourself in 1980. You go, fuck, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, here's what uh, Disney did not get. It is now known as New Fox, and it includes... Uh, the broadcast network, Fox News Channel. Uh, you can have it, it. yeah. Fox, crap. Fox Business Network, FS1 and FS2. Was the sports? Uh, didn't say anything sports? about sports in this article. Sports, in sports, yeah. Uh, anyway, so what that means, how long it's going to take to cross the T's and dot the I's, we don't know. But that, but means that, that does mean Maybe that, eight and a half minutes? Like the one good thing about this Monopoly is we get... Fantastic Four... And the X-Men. But most importantly. Are back at Marvel Studios. Doctor Doom is back at Marvel Studios. Doctor Doom. Fuck yes. I mean, yeah. It's for the price of our eternal souls, but that's fine. (laughs) I mean. Like the world's going to be around that much longer anyway. It's true, though. This is like like the nerd cocaine bender. You know what I, this is, we're talking a lot about drugs here. I don't know why. (laughs) Well. (laughs) But this really is, is like, get yours, get it fast. The world's going to end anyway. Yeah, the Fantastic Four movie is going to be the one bright spot while we're fighting a fucking civil war. Oh, I know. We'll we'll take we'll take our breaks from the trenches to crawl into oh, the guys, theater. Sorry. Ceasefire. Fantastic <laughs> Four's coming out. And on that day, Christmas Eve, twenty twenty two. We knew it could bring peace. It could bring us together. Finally, the Avengers yeah. versus X Men movies ends all war. Oh I mean, my God. you know we're gonna get that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Though it, I mean, that's uh, I mean, I I have no knowledge, but I'm just. Sure. Why wouldn't sure. it? That it's going to happen. It's like, let's make all the fucking money. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Every single money. All right. Other news. AMC is bringing back Chris Hardwick. Ah, is this why you brought me today? <laughs> oh, I like you. I have some feelings. <laughs> well, there's a couple of things about this. Um, yeah. They have released a statement. It says, uh, following a comprehensive assessment by AMC, working with uh, uh, firms and all of these people, Uh, who has considerable experience in this area. Chris Hardwick will return to AMC as host of Talking Dead and Talking with Chris Hardwick. We take these matters very seriously, and given the information available to us after a very careful review, including interviews with numerous individuals, we believe returning Chris to work is the appropriate step. That's the AMC statement. Now, Disney should do that, maybe. When asked... (laughs) Please. When asked, Chloe Dykstra said she... Didn't participate in this she didn't, investigation. She didn't participate in no. the investigation. She, she, that, that's she, the lady, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one who made the statement. It's to his ex girlfriend. So she said that she didn't want to ruin his career, and she just didn't participate in the investigation. Yeah, just didn't do it. So he will be 
back on August 12th when uh, Talking Dead returns after you know Fear the Walking Dead also. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, who took over for Hardwick at Comic-Con, is still expected to host the Talking Dead special. And uh, then she will be a guest on the August 12th show. So there's that. So while we're talking about I, I haven't like I haven't been around since all this James Gunn stuff happened. Mm-hmm. You and, haven't? Uh, like I was in Indiana and then I um, couldn't come last week to right. Broken News. And I just want to say somebody's actually met the fucking dude. Yeah. yeah. A, it's kind of fucked up. And I was like thinking about, so where was James Gunn? What was, what was he doing? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. He was, um, he was, he was working, working I was for trauma. The Live Journal admin for the James Gunn Society on LiveJournal.com. Were you? Yeah, the James Gunn Appreciation Society, JGAS, on Live Journal. So I know exactly where he was 10 years yeah, ago. He was working for Have trauma. You seen Tromeo and Juliet? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I want to fucking say. Yeah. So everything that trauma has ever done yeah. is going to be is problematic uh, right now. 100%. Everything. Yeah. Okay. And so this is where he was working. This was the environment he was surrounded with. And. You know what I mean? He, they, well, that, that's they, their stock in trade. Right. So he's, the shock, yeah. right? And so I met the guy when he was here uh, doing, uh, helping set up trauma dances at Broovies in <laughs> yeah. um, Park City and stuff. I was never old enough and, for that. Um, he was a nice guy, right? And I fucking didn't have Twitter and stuff back then or whatever. But it's like, I don't understand why he he's gone. It's like, because he got ahead of it, and he was like, "Look, I said some multiple times, stupid and, shit. and he told Marvel when they hired him. Yeah, he said, multiple times. No, that I had this blog, mm-hmm. and I said some fucked up things on yeah. it. And, they and went, I've said some like when Twitter yeah. first came around, I said some messed up stuff on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. So I just don't get it. Like, you know what it is? Like, the funny thing is, it's actually I hate to bring up like the PizzaGate conspiracy, but it actually is a part of this huge. It is. It was Mike Senovich, who's mm-hmm. an actual, like, a guy who was like, if she struggles too much, it's rape. Like, or so, he said something horrible. I right. can't He's, remember he what He said that there's no such thing as, as uh, what was it? rape doesn't exist if, if she doesn't struggle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. if she's, if she's yeah. not struggling enough, it's not rape or whatever, which is not true. Um, but he dug up because he's been targeting Ryan, or Ryan Johnson. He's yeah. been targeting James Gunn. He's been targeting, uh, oh, Dan Harmon. They just took down. Dan Harmon well, deleted his Twitter. He did it yeah. himself. Yeah. Right. But they they found a like anyway. It's I'm a sure whole that, thing. It's not sure. somebody else. The guy that's directing the Titans show and some and oh. some other stuff. He took down yeah. his Twitter. It's Breitbart, today. like Breitbart yeah. and PragerU people actually. Like people thinking, like keep thinking, oh, it's so, like political, like political correctness run awry or social no. justice warriors. It's not. It's because these assholes yeah. want to be free to say that stuff, but they don't want you. To be free to criticize the president. Right. Right. And so we're going to find your awful behavior to excuse our awful behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what they're doing. At this point, I'm like, Disney, either bring him back or do not make Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Bury it. Well, I'd rather see that franchise end. A a lot of people are stepping up. Uh, Selma Blair. Uh, who was a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. She said, you know, he helped me through some really bad shit. Him and uh, Scott Derrickson, the director of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, I, I saw that. I oh, saw this shit. Let me, read, let me read this to you. It's here's, so charming. Here's what he said. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Dear Disney. I'm not, a, I'm not a comedian. I'm a very loud dancer. <laughs> Dear Disney. 
I would hate for you to come off as hypocritical, so I'm suggesting that you remove my voice from an attraction that's coming to your park. It's called World of Color Villainous. That's that show they do in mm-hmm. California Adventure. And I, re- I reprise the role of uh, Payne, the role that I played in Hercules. You see, here's the deal. Years ago, I made a lot of sarcastically shocking and offensive jokes, many that I'm embarrassed about now. And I'd hate to make you guys look bad, seeing that I'm openly critical of the president and his administration. Uh, And you seem to be taking your lead from some of his radical fringe supporters. Then he goes on to say that, you know, maybe you ought to take a look at James uh, James Woods, his Twitter feed. Oh, yeah, because he's because uh, because he's a he's a a supporter of Trump. Yeah, he was the um, main villain in... Uh, and he's also a part of this. Yeah. So he says, why not check out some of his wacky past tweets? They're a hoot. For the record, I do stand with survivors of sexual abuse, and I was wondering if you guys are still making money off of your movie Powder. Oh, oh shit! Asking for a friend. Thanks, Bobcat. And the, the reference to Powder is the, the director, yeah. Victor Salva. Right. He was, he was a kid um, diddler. Yeah. He was a kid diddler. He, he uh, molested a 12-year-old actor who appeared in one of his movies. Back in 88. So, there you go. Bobcat. God See, it's damn. bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. How you, are you watching Bobcat's TV series, though, uh, Misfits and Monsters? No, I no. haven't watched it yet. It's great. Uh, what, what's it on? It's it's on uh, one of those lesser cable. If, if you just enter it into your box, <laughs> yeah. you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. What's it about? It's, 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 an, it's like Twilight Zone with jokes. Oh, really? So what? it's different every week. That's right up my alley. I it's, want that. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. What's the, it called again? Uh, Misfits and Monsters. But write that uh, thing down. like the last one, Michael Ian Black was the devil. <gasps> he oh, followed geez. me on Twitter. Oh, he did? He did. He Good messaged me. He was a sweet bo- well, I told him a story about my brother because he's writing a book on toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Shapiro has been lambasting him. He was oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm sure the skinny Jewish guy is the guy to write about toxic masculinity. And Michael Ian Black's just been like shitting all over him. And I <laughs> I had tweeted at him like a, a story about my little brother because my dad was like a macho football playing jock and my brother's like a tender bisexual sweet boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him a story about that. And then he messaged me and asked me if he could use that anecdote in my book and oh. then followed me, which he did not need to do. And I'm embarrassed. Every time oh, cool. I tweet, I'm like, is Michael Ian Black reading this? <laughs> but he was he was great as the devil because he was yeah. just he was just being himself. You of know, course. He was just, just <laughs> behaving and, you know, I gotta check funny. that out. Speaking of, you it. texted me about this last night. Speaking of great television series, mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger is is it's it's taken a while to get there. But yeah, boy, but wow! It, it, not what I expected. Not at what all. is Cloak and Dagger? So they're like minor Marvel superheroes. They're like supporting oh, characters in uh, mostly like Spider Man, but they had their own series. They'd show up every once in a while in Avengers. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, but they, it, they they played a pretty big part in Civil War because Cloak was the uh, teleporter for Cap and his ah, team. Oh, right. that's right. But this show, man, it's like way darker than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a, you know a YA show, yeah, but it's no. not. So it's not like CW no. fodder. Oh no, no, oh. It's, and it's got race relations stuff going on oh, yeah. in it. It's got uh, you know cops abusing their power. Yeah, I oh. thought you guys were talking about people. like a film noir, cloak yeah. and dagger. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, no. we're actually talking about people here. Drug <laughs> addiction. Oh, oh that's no. awesome. It's yeah. it's 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 heavy. It's doing some heavy stuff and it's serving marvel pretty good i mean they they cross-connected the other day when uh, on yeah. the on the not last episode but the one before that where the cop the, the woman cop uh-huh. said uh, i've seen people you know with these weird powers and stuff i'm from new york i'll, <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you about my friend some shit. i'll tell you about my friend misty sometimes yeah 
So it's really good. Reference, direct reference that other universes exist. Uh, it, it, it started out slow. It was still good, but like, I think what, we got one more episode? Mm-hmm. And, I think uh, it's just uh, eight for the initial run, eight or ten. That's awesome. The last three episodes have that. been really, and he's, really good. And he's actually got the cloak. Yeah, I I don't think they're gonna put her in that outfit. You don't think with her boobs hanging out? With her out? boobs oh, hanging come out, like on. it's like her outfit. Oh, it's ridiculous. Give us something. Goes, it's got a cutout that goes from here all the way down to her vagina. All, all, yeah, belly button. No, I know, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> now that I know what we're talking about, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna get her in the that. Physics costume. don't. Although I'd like to work. see them try. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's a she's adorable. She is. Uh, it's a great cast. It um, is. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm looking at it right now. But uh, yeah, check that out. All right, other news. Uh, it was revealed uh, on Friday, well, last week, that uh, Carrie Fisher will in fact be in the next Star Wars. Movie. Zombie Fisher. Uh, they uh, is a, a statement from J.J. Abrams. He said, "We desperately loved Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker sog- saga without her eluded us. We're never going to recast or use a CG character with her, so they're going to be using." Uh, unused footage oh, okay. that they have of her and, and somehow weave that into the story. Uh, so the, they announced the returning cast members, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Domna Hall Gleason, Kelly Marie Tran, Junis uh, oh. Sunamanto, and uh, Billy Lord. Benicio Del Toro, sadly absent Not from that. on the list. Yeah. Um, Just all those women and brown people. <laughs> new, new, <laughs> oh my God. new people joining the cast, Naomi Ackie, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell. Uh, Mark Hamill will be there. What? Of course. Oh. Force, Force Ghost. Force Ghost, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he has to get his blue day in the sun, right? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> the b- blue day in the mist. <laughs> uh, Anthony Daniels will be back, and Billy cool. D. Williams will be his Lando Calrissian. Oh. They're going to start shooting on August 1st in London. So there you go. So there's that. Okay, a couple of quick uh, casting uh, items about this new Joker movie, this Joaquin Phoenix Joker yeah. movie. They are. <laughs> I'm a DC fan through yeah. and through. I'm the most ardent of them, and they, it's so. They confi- gotta figure out what the fuck they're doing. What the right? fuck are they doing? Well, I don't know. I I like the look. look yeah, looks I like mean, Aquaman sure. is you know. Gonna uh, be I, yeah, no, I'm excited about I'm that. I'm just saying, like all these different. Well, this Joker is going to be. Movies, the, you know? the, the, these will be released under uh, a, a different. You know, not DC Universe. They're going to be called like DC Dark or DC Black or so something like, like that. So it's like Henry Miller. So it's, it's like, yeah. they're, like an Elseworld. Yeah, like Else, exactly. That's okay. what they should call it. They should call it Elseworld. Because I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with the sickness. So here are, two, <laughs> here are two actors that you may have heard of that they're talking to to be in it. Uh, Zazie Beetz, who was uh, in Deadpool 2 as Domino. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's in cool. uh, Atlanta. My show Atlanta, yeah. I I have only four episodes into Atlanta, and I can't tell you how good that show is. It's fucking it's disgusting. Amazing. Yeah. And Robert De Niro, just a little guy. What? A little guy named Robert De Niro. A little, a to. little, a little gentleman. A little gentleman for whomst? He will be playing for whomst. If if he takes the role, they're still talking to him. He would be playing a talk show host who is instrumental in the Joker's origin, and uh, Zazie Beetz will play talk show host. Will play a. Uh, I want to see a single mother who catches the interest of the man who will become the clown prince of crime. (laughs) Well, mommy issues. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So there's that. Uh, Other DC news that I think you're going to like. I'm excited. I saved my DC stuff for both of you. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Batman Hush is getting the DC (gasps) 
animated movie. Oh, yeah. Who's playing Damian Wayne? They haven't said yet. Whomst? They haven't said yet. <laughs> Nothing has been announced. Oh. It is simply just, we're going to do Hush. Oh. They do such a good job. DC they really animated. Do. Yeah. Oh, they kill yeah. it. I'm, Killing Joke was a little bit of a mis- misstep that with that was, added stuff. Well, in the way they like disrespected Barbara Gordon, I was like, "You disrespect Barbara Gordon!" Yeah. Like, because the Killing Joke is all about disrespecting Barbara Gordon, but to do it even further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the uh, they announced that they also uh, announced uh, Reign of the Superman, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So there you go. Yeah, oh man, Death Hush. of Superman's coming out. Yeah, oh, is sure. it? Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. So the Hush is, it's the uh, DC animated. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be... DC animated. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stoked, though. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. So, other DC stuff for you guys. Uh, they, uh, Batwoman is going to be on the CW shows as their crossover event. I saw that. You saw that. Yeah. Well, apparently they like what they have. Lesbians. So they've decided to give her a full series. <laughs> so excited. Up. So she's going to get a TV series. Uh. Now, whether it's going to be on that new DC service or By on the, the way, CW. I loved that Titans trailer. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> fuck oh. Batman. What the fuck? <laughs> what <Batman>? is what? <laughs> Why are you so angsty? Uh, so anyway, they're, they they want to do it as a series. and have it done, Oh, it says it will be on the CW. Okay. So, okay. All right. I can live with that. Yeah, that's great. As long as girls are kissing girls in that series. I don't really they, care. Aren't there girls kissing girls on every single one of those shows? I know. It's pretty good, actually. Uh, it's did, pretty good. Did, did either of you guys watch the uh, season finale of... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Back when it finally, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, I just barely caught up, man. It was just fucking goofballs. I'm just glad they got Constantine I on can't, there. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't wait to catch up because I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they pulled such a Ghostbusters moment in it. Yeah. <laughs> you can spoil it. I don't mind. I'm not I'm not one of those people. I actually like spoilers because well, I like we'll to see, be able to see the so things leading up to it. They're the, fighting the big demon. You yeah. know, the big demon bad. Yep. And they finally figure out how they're going to do it. And they have to join together, and they kind of make an have to make a giant avatar that's going to fight the demon, like a Voltron thing. Yeah, well, cool. like you know, they're like kind of like okay, think of the like the toughest, the, the, no, the toughest thing you can. Blah, blah. And then what's his name? Steel. Yeah. They go, oh no, you didn't, did you? And then they show what their avatar is, and it's that big blue doll. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> so it's like that big blue doll. Is it, is yeah. it Bobo or something? Bebo, yeah, Bebo, Bebo. Bebo. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you! Like fighting the. Oh, I it's can't so wait. Fucking that show funny. just that show just does not give a fuck. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I love that though. Well, it was on the second last episode. The uh, gorilla, uh, Damien Dark sends Gorilla Grodd back in time. Yeah. To kill President Obama read, in college. Oh my god! I read and goes, that. And, and, and Grodd goes, "Make America Grodd again." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've just given up. <laughs> now you're still watching Krypton, right? Uh, I got a bunch on my Div- Divar. Okay. Well, you're going to be happy about season two, maybe. Uh, Lobo. Mm, yes. Lobo is going to be on season two of Krypton. Oh, I'm glad there's a table here so Kari can't see what's happening. I know. No, right? no, I can. I mean, the uh, table's lifting up. What did you, yeah. what did you expect? So, so here's, here's, what they, here's what they sent me on that. Lobo is from the peaceful planet of Zarnia. It's peaceful because he killed them all. Yeah. yeah. He was born a devil in the midst of Utopia. Loosely translated from his native language, his name means... He who devours your entrails and thoroughly enjoys it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's good. It's a pleasant, it's a pleasant guy. As a teenager, he single-handedly slaughtered his entire civilization, yep. becoming the last of his race. And now he, now the mercenary roams the universe on his motorcycle, getting paid for what he loves, murder and mayhem. And taking care of his space dolphins. Now, right. 
it's interesting that they decided to put him on this show to allow him to be on the show because they've been tossing around ideas back and forth to develop a Lobo movie. Right, wasn't it was Michael Bay? Michael Bay was supposed to do. Oh, one. that would have been good though. But, like Michael but, Bay, Death, <laughs> Destruction, Mayhem. Yeah, I mean, That's I hate Michael Bay, but <laughs> but it's been it's been tossed around Hollywood for about fifteen years now with uh, these names attached to it: Will Smith, Dwayne Johnson, Guy Ritchie, Brad Payton. They've all yeah. worked on it. So uh, season two of uh, Krypton will expand beyond. Candor to other planets as Doomsday is unleashed. Oh, fun! Why no apocalypse? It's oh, also going. It's also going to delve into the origins of Brainiac. Their version of Brainiac on that show is really cool. He's really spooky. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm feeling. Yeah, I have. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's spooky's fine. Um, but I'm I'm more into like the kitschy parts. I'm more into like, like, like I just said, I was like, well, where's the apocalypse storyline? Like I very right. clearly like stupid shit. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> and Carrie, they could, they'll do Lobo because Cause it's DC's, kid- DC's fine with having 15 versions of their fucking characters. Apparently. Sure. And I think they'll yeah. do Lobo justice, actually. I'm not really worried about that. As long so. as he is, you know, white skinned with the tattoos and the, the black parts yeah. of and his face. And he's chaotic neutral. As and, long as he's, yeah. you know. And it you know, has that. the hair. I want, I want Lobo. I want I don't, a fucking motorcycle. Okay. I don't want that candy ass version of Lobo that they tried to oh, God, sell the, to us the, the, the a while emo ago. One? The emo Lobo. They I'm tried that. Emo Lobo. <laughs> emo Lobo. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, another reboot in the works. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I'm so oh, excited. People are losing their shit, of course. People are losing their shit. I have so shit. many feelings because I know Joss, I feel like Joss Whedon is maybe not the greatest guy on the planet. He's mm-hmm. also, but he's also human, you yeah. know, like succumb to all of these beautiful women, whatever, all that good stuff. But to have a black Buffy is probably really important to certain communities that yeah. are not yeah. represented in this uh, room right now. Whedon will be the executive producer on the series, uh, has been working with... Uh, People on the script. So is it going to be actually like Buffy and Xander and all those people? No, it's a it's a new Buffy. Yeah, it'll, it'll, because there are many Slayers. You remember? That's what I was saying. Mythology. But is, is their name going to be Buffy? Maybe. See, that's why I was just like, why don't you just do you know a different Slayer? Somebody story. else, the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, you know well, because I mean? you know at the end of the Buffy series, it's like they're having like Slayer sleepovers because the yeah. Slayers are reborn. So I mean, why but, not well, have? And then you could have like Sarah Michelle Geller show up, or you could have if you know. And Z- ma- maybe she'll hand it off. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe that like if the guy that plays Xander is not in jail for a couple days, he could come <laughs> <laughs> and say hi. It's, Put it's, on that eye patch, and <laughs> it's it's too early to say what direction they're going to take. We just know that Whedon is involved, and. Uh, uh, he, you know, yeah, it's that's hard all to we tell know. if they're just using the Buffy property to boost like buzz for it. You know what I mean? To like make sure huh. because you could just call it like Vampire Slayer. You know what I mean? Because if it's somebody else, but it, I mean, I suspect that it has to have Buffy in it if it is called Buffy. Well, that's the identifiable title. So uh, yeah, are they using the property to identify it, or is she actually a part of it? She is a part of it. <laughs> as far it's as I know, again, way. it's just so early to say. Yeah, it's cool though that she's going to be black. Yeah. I mean, there's that. And another project that you like huh? finally has a home. Lock and Key. Love it. Is officially a go at Netflix. I'm with not familiar. Oh, good. A new writer and co uh, co showrunner. Um, you know, there's a there's a uh, a pilot out there that Somewhere. they sh- that they shot and has been seen by people. That is gone. It's that's not going to be the show. It's going to be so a whole different thing. It's going to be a, a completely different thing. Uh, they've got. Uh, Netflix is on it, and they're they're making it happen. 
So Lock and Key is like a is um, a horror fantasy comic mm-hmm. written by oh god what's his name he's Stephen King's son but he's got a different oh uh, Joe Joe Hill Hill yeah and yeah. Uh, it's about this house uh, that's got magical keys that do different things like there's a magical key that you can you hold it up to your head and like a little keyhole shows up and you open it up. And you open up the top of the head and you can pull out certain memories. Oh, I love that. Or certain like emotions and yeah. stuff like that. And, the keys and they're in the form of like little people. And you, can keep <laughs> it, you can keep them in a jar if oh, you want, ever awesome. want to put them back and stuff like that. Oh, I love it's really that. really cool. Yeah. Uh, Netflix redeveloping, recasting because there is, oh, Hulu is where the pilot is somewhere. Yeah. It's they, somewhere buried they in have Hulu. It buried in Hulu's basement or Must something like bad. that. <laughs> uh, as part of the creative changes, uh, Meredith uh, Aberville from The Good Wife has uh, boarded as a sh- co-showrunner alongside Carlton Cuse. Uh, yeah, so it's coming to Netflix soon enough. There you go. That's nice. That's good. Good for you. Uh, Shannon, I'm happy for you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get back to the episode, um, I saw Mission Impossible today. I heard it was awesome. It really was. Yeah. yeah? They, uh, they did this study where the amount of running is proportionate to how good the movie is that Tom Cruise is in. So the amount that he runs well, he is the does. amount of how good the movie is. So how much does he run, Carrie? He doesn't stop. <laughs> the whole movie, huh? <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because it's, it's still fresher by memory from this morning. And yeah, he runs an awful fucking lot. Yeah, literally a scientific <laughs> study based on all of the amount of his running is proportionate to how well-reviewed his movies are. Huh. Well, then he succeeded because he's... <laughs> He God, the running. <laughs> I was surprised. Like Jen said, she wanted to see. You know, I've not seen yeah. all the others. I've only seen a couple of them, and the I've only seen them all. and the only reason I went this mor- this morning was because I just offhandedly said to Sue last night, I said, "Boy, I'm seeing nothing but good about that new Mission Impossible movie." And she gets out her phone and goes, nine forty five in the morning. You'll have the theater to yourself." Go. <laughs> And I did. God loves Sue. <laughs> she knows what's good for you. I'm, uh, I'm I was a, by myself in the theater. It was I'm uh, taking, taking Jackson to see Teen Titans go to the movies tomorrow. Oh, let me know. I hear nothing but good. Yeah, so nothing it'll be fun. Good. It'll be. I good. said, "Well, I look like a weirdo sitting by myself." So I think oh, the Teen Titans. I'll bring, I'll bring Jackson. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was. And and again, I the plot is not important. It really isn't. But, they, so you're saying the plot doesn't get in the way of the story? Yeah, they they ex- they explain it well enough. You know, yeah. There's there's nuclear bombs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And we got to get them. Yeah. <laughs> I heard there's a really badass uh, bathroom fight scene. Yeah, Can with confirm? him and Cavill. Can and Cavill's in it. I thought right? I saw a, a little clip of it, and I thought it was John Wick. I was like, that's a really good scene in John Wick, and then I was like, wait a minute. Oh, it's it's a, it's a. a well, I mean, all the action sequences are just amazing. Yeah. And the, the They the, always are in those movies. And he's still th- doing them himself. Yeah. Yeah. And the third act is just I mean, I was I was you know, like I said in the theater by myself, I was laughing and yeah. and you know, audibly gasping and you know. Did you know that Tom Cruise is the same age as Wilford Brimley was in the first cocoon? Yeah. Birders. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know what to do with that information. Now, so either. You just had to like let it out. That's what this part. This is what that's. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw. I saw that meme. Uh, that's but, amazing. Uh, but it was quite good. So you should. Uh, you should go see it. See it on a big screen because there's all the action stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway. Oh, and stay till the end of this podcast. Why? Because Jimmy is interviewing you and McGregor, <gasps> and my darling Haley Atwell. Oh. And. Winnie the Pooh. And, and Piglet. 
and in uh, character. Well, he didn't say that. Are you sure? Well, he's got interviews. I saw that he interviewed him. He just sent me the 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 ones with uh, Ewan McGregor and Haley Atwell and the director Mark Forster. I think you've got to have the video to go along with the interviews with Winnie the Pooh. Probably, yeah. But yeah, go on his Facebook and you can. I'm jealous. So stay till the end for those interviews and. Let me let me just read the text that he sent me the other night regarding this. Can I just kill him and wear his skin? Do you think Kat would notice? I she might, I don't know if she I would. She might. I just wear platforms like Robert Downey Jr. She might like it. She, she yeah, might like it. I was it. gonna say she might like be really fond of it. She'll, actually, she'll look at Jimmy. And go, Jimmy. Did you get your boobs done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't know, baby, and I'll shake him aggressively at her. Yeah, two interviews from Christopher Robin for the episode. Uh, uh, I'll let Tony know. Haley Atwell, Ewan McGregor, the director. And I said, tell, tell me Haley Atwell smelled wonderful. Oh, I bet. And he typed back, amazing. Yeah. And like I went, lilacs. I went, I am swooning. <laughs> My heart. All right. Uh, so stay till the end for that. Uh, anything else before we get back to the episode? No. You good? Uh, just one, one more time. Fuck American Airlines. Yeah, uh, no, I've not. I've got nothing. Well, follow, I'm Kari. Follow you on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at PGS Kari. Be horrified by the things I say and do. <laughs> hey, she don't lead. fucking play on online. No, I don't she do around. not. I come, no. Don't fucking cross her. I come no, for you what. skulls, heads, scalps, all of those things. And Michael Ian Black follows her. <laughs> all right, we'll get back to the episode. Uh, pay, pay the gravity bill. I don't know. I don't know. Please to enjoy. Let's see what's happening at Doctor Volt's Comic Connection in July. Superstar writer Ta-Nehisi Coates, hot off of his blockbuster run of Black Panther, starts his run with Captain America. After the fallout from last year's Secret Empire, the world views Steve Rogers very differently. What will Captain America do to win back the trust of the whole world? Find out. And uh, at DC, uh, oh, don't miss the event of the summer. Batman and Catwoman are tying the knot. And with the Joker on the loose, it's guaranteed to be a beautiful ceremony, but the reception is going to be killer. There's a special event on Saturday, July 21st. Everything store-wide is going to be 20 to 50% off because the creators of the comic Sugar Glider will be in-store signing. And they want to alert you to this new Kickstarter, Daring Heroes The Golden Age. It's an exciting adventure card game that puts each player in the role of a fantastic superhero of yesteryear. Team up with your fellow players to defeat the villains and race against time to save the city. Live on Kickstarter. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This is not your everyday cafe. And this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSunsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. 
I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And welcome back to the basement. I'm yeah. going to go get another beer. Go get another beer. Can you get me one, please? Um, yeah. yeah, we just did Broken News, and uh, now we're uh, going to finish up the episode. Oh, we'll stay till the end because uh, uh, Jimmy's going to be interviewing celebrities. You know what? I, I'm i really actually quite touched. I was pretty sure I predicted that I was going to get kicked off the show Shut during up. this recording session, and it didn't happen. Well, here you are still. Uh, here I am. Why would one you more get, half. Why would you get kicked off? I was, I was feeling really down when we got here. And then we just had this recording session, and I, I feel I always better? feel so good when I'm with you guys. You oh. Me too. So, Me too. Uh, the the shit that knocks you around in the real world, it all just kind of goes away when you're in the basement. No, like for for real. Yeah, I think we're 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 all fam bam. We are all fam bam. I think all one of us cried today. Oh funny. yeah, is that I, it? I I cried too. But we're all fam if bam. It, if it makes I you did. feel any better, I, I cried too. too. I did too. Yeah. Like I yeah we we for, for the list, for the listeners we. It, we, we had a, we had a, we had a day. Did, yeah. Didn't Fam Bam do that Black Betty song? Uh, no, that, that's Ram Jam. Ram Jam. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very close. Pretty close. Yeah. Whoa, Black Betty! But I appreciate the Ram deep Blam. dive. Yeah. Black Betty had a child. Everything yeah. ran wild. Fam Bam. Best best bass line to open a song ever. Bam Bam. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Mm, um, maybe. What's the bass line to that? Uh, Black Bam. Betty is. I, I unfortunately don't like to endorse the song too much because I, I really don't <laughs> know what <laughs> the basis of it is. <laughs> He's running in afraid to carry his Why dog. Why does your dog hate Shannon that's, so much? That's something that folks need to know, is that uh, I got two dogs, mm-hmm. and oh and one of them really does not like, like Shannon. Specifically. He hates me. Everybody comes over, and he's fine with everybody. But he loves The moment me. Shannon walks through that fucking you know, door. Jimmy's his favorite, but the minute that Shannon walks in, it's... I, I, I made his own face at him one time. Yeah. He's, he's never forgiven me. And oh, he, oh I've, done it, I've done it, too. He loves it. <laughs> All right, Jesus anyway, Christ! I um, told him once he had the cutest derp face, and he's like, "Thanks, I love you." Derp face, derp, derp face. That's his. Uh, <laughs> that's his uh, social media account. Is Hud- it's Hudson the Derpy Dog? So yeah. look for it. And it's- also, so for doing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, I get so scared in your garage. <laughs> Why? Uh, sorry. Well, no, he, he's got smart water in there. Just here's the thing. It's got a bridge. It's like usually like third show. Because you open up the door and it um, takes a second for your automatic light to okay. come on. Okay. Does everybody else yeah, do this? Yeah, you go, yeah. you go, you walk in, you go, uh. take like four steps. You're like, oh, oh, no, oh. See, I, no, and then I, lights come on. I walk in 
full speed, and I just go, and by then it's picked it up. Well, if that's, you just that's your privilege talking, right? Oh, there. <laughs> if you just wave, if you just wave your arm. Oh, oh well, just see. wave your arm before you go in, and then it'll be no. Fine. But okay, I should. I just usually cry for a second, and then it just turns on for you. Yeah. Is, is it a motion so, like, or a sound? Motion. Oh, dang it. I've been wasting collapse this whole time. So you just like walk right into Sue's car or some shit or what? I know it's there. Boom! It's always six feet from the door. Well, you're such a tiny guy. I don't. It's like there's a big Sasquatch fucking dent de- in your car, yeah. Sue. Sorry. Cars don't t- cars don't scare me. I just goose step it right in there. It's just kind of <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, God damn it, Jimmy. Uh, this is the uh, part of the third show where we answer your questions that you have submitted to us on Facebook. Boy, okay. did you ask some. Yeah, no, there's some good ones. Um, Jason. Asks if Shannon or Lee had their own podcast like Jay or Tony or, you know, and Jimmy. By the way, good podcast the two of you have. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Good thank work. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, I do say, though, I'm actually a bigger fan of your... Um, My girl. Cats. Cats podcast yeah. is awesome. It's, no, it's the SLC work. sit down with Kiki and yep. Kat. Yeah, yep. you should... It's good stuff. Yeah, like they act... Yeah. I'm yeah. just drunk on mine. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me drunk on a Sunday. Yeah. And my girl and Kiki put in work, and it's actually yep. really good. No, they do a solid show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They talked about sex, which I couldn't be around for that episode because they're talking about, like, you? my. Like, yeah, well, like, Kat's talking about what we do. GED. What? Yeah, GED. Oh, up top. GEDBT. <laughs> yeah, it was too much. Um, anyways, All right. if Shannon, Jimmy, or Lee had their own podcast like Jay and Tony, what would it be about? Well, I mean, for me. I would never want to do one by myself. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't do that I, either. I, um, I had to find people to be on it with me. There's two dream podcasts I would have. One would be you, you, the we, Old we've, Divas. We've talked about doing two Old Divas. Two Old Divas. Uh, me and Carrie doing the two Old Divas. And the other one is I know I know this guy uh, who's a banker. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to embarrass him. Yeah. And uh, I'll say Rob Radke's name because he don't give a fuck. All right. He's, a, uh, he's got uh, uh, cerebral palsies. He's an ex-con from uh, Philly who's been in jail, and uh, I would love to do a podcast with those, with those guys. As like <laughs> Shannon, the banker, and Rob trying to figure it out, and just <laughs> take to on figure the, it out. Just try to take on the day, the, the week's events. That that would be oh, fun. that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd like that. Like especially Rob Radke's a funny motherfucker. Um, uh, Jimmy Martin's game show podcast is that? Oh my god, be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy. I- no, I think I if I had to do a podcast, I'd probably do anything with counts. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. counts is well, like th- that's big movie mouth off really. Well, it's big so, movie. Yeah. So you would do mean, big movie, but just longer format. No, or, or just I mean, when I listen to counts talk, it's actually it makes me laugh because it makes me feel like a fucking idiot. He's so <laughs> counts is one of the smartest and best he, dudes yeah. I've ever it's met. In my goddamn life, as fuck. Yeah, like yeah. He, no, he really is. When he even asked his, me questions, I was like, I don't know what you. I can't afford even this his tattoos. <laughs> like you go, what are your tattoos, man? And he, and he tells you, and you go like. I'm, so, I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Watch me on curse. <laughs> Pretty good. Let's get, uh, no, no. It, it, listening to him talk about movies is like, it's like watching or reading an essay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, just anything. And, like, and you I talk about like, a book or, well, yeah. Well, when we're sitting on there on, on Big Movie, I sit there and like think, oh. I like movies. They're pretty good. And he's like, so how about, here's how you fucking phrase it, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you could, your podcast could be, uh, Counts makes Jimmy feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. In, in all honesty. But I love him for it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. No, he's a great guy. He's, he's 
the fuck. And I know he listens to this too. Hey, yeah. show up to one of Melissa's parties every once in a while, motherfucker. <laughs> he's Jesus. <laughs> Sick of hanging out with your wife all the time. Jeff counts as one of my. He, he's not one of my. He's my favorite person to sit. Well, in, it's it's tradition now. It's tradition now yep. that we sit next to each in, other in a movie. In the in the big geek movies, the Marvel movies so, or whatever they are, yeah. and Star Wars. Sometimes yeah. I get to sit next to him. And it's when you're not there. It's fun. No, like the like <laughs> coolest shit, coolest shit ever. Uh, side sidebar on counts. So I'm watching Black Panther first time, first screening. It gets to the part where Killmonger at the end has his monologue about the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. I am. Bawling, yeah, like ugly crying. I'm sitting like, right in front of you too, and I yeah. can I can hear this. Yeah, fucking counts. Just go. Just doesn't say anything. Just goes. Just reaches over slightly and just ever so ge- ever so gently, <laughs> with his sophisticated, learned, and cultured ass, just puts, puts his hand. He, he, touch, and, he touched it with his and, ass, and, and, I, <laughs> and just says nothing. And I, I felt so much better. Oh, because I'm insurance. Yeah. I, I have four episodes of a half-hour podcast written, but I just haven't actually recorded them yet. Oh. So uh, it's it's tackling certain societal issues that are driving us apart. And uh, interestingly enough, it's called It's Time for Cake with Lee George Cade. So I like cake. Shut it's, up. He's bringing that shit back. Yeah, and every episode actually ends with a cake recipe that ties it all together. Pers- so. Personally. <laughs> look, look at how happy Carrie is. I, I'm like Orson Welles in Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's just this thing. I was, like, I, was, I was talking about it yesterday. I was like, okay, so I have some issues that I'm very interested in about how we're divided as a culture and how certain people have, have, have manipulated us at being at each other's throats when we really should be at their throats. Yeah. And Amen. like, Amen. and it all started. I mean, it all started with you when when the divorce happened back in the nineties. Oh wow! And, and uh, I did a bit for you called "It's Time for it's Cake." Time for Cade. Cade. Yeah. But Jay was talking about going to a black barber shop, and I thought, you know what? I kind of want to go to that barber shop. I but like, what I want, what I want to go to that barber shop and do, is shut up. I want to go with recording equipment, ask five questions, and shut up. I want to listen. I want to listen because that's really what we need to do right now. If we want to make the world a better place, those of us that have the privilege need to shut up and figure out what we can do to extend that privilege to others. And so if I could use my voice to give other people a voice, then that's my job. My job is to say, here's a question. And I'm going to shut up and listen to your answer. Mm. And I'm not going to actually argue with you about your answer either. I'm going to let you have your answer. Mm. I want you to have your answer. I want to talk to women about how we can make Comic-Cons better. I want to talk to people of color about how we can make spaces equanimous without having to deal with uh, police brutality. Mm. I want to deal with how we can uh, deal with the homeless epidemic that is plaguing our country right now because we're all basically ignoring it. So how can we do that? How can we bring everybody together and make things better in a way that doesn't make it about me? Because it's not about me. It's about all the rest of you. Because mm. I've got a voice. I've got a voice and I've got a stature. I've got I've got a, a big fucking blazing place in society. Uh, but maybe I can help offset that to other people a little bit. There so, you go. And Fuck then you. end it with a cake recipe. Listen to me and Carrie bitch about stuff. I personally, on, but that's on, all it would be. on a serious note, Jimmy, as much as you interact with celebrities, I would love to see... A podcast or just a show where it's just Jimmy and the celebrities that he's interviewing for this particular junket doing karaoke. It'd be awesome. It, like seriously, it would be. It'd be a lot more boring than you think. <laughs> 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 well, 
Let's see. Uh, uh, somebody is going to have to take over questions because you got to go take care of some business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My son's being born. He's going to take his kid. Go drop a deuce. All right. Uh, what do you you got one, Lee? Sure, sure. Cat. Uh, um, Chase Cat. Really? really? Okay. Wants to know if there are more issues of Lockjaw. I haven't read the comic books lately. Are there more issues of Lockjaw? I don't know. I don't know. I would say if you if you like Lockjaw, uh, Pet Avengers. From oh yeah, like yeah 10, Pet 10, Avengers years for ago. sure. So it's no, it's, no it wasn't that. It wasn't even that long was ago. It? No, so it's, it's probably it's like, like six years ago. It's like Lockjaw and Lockheed, Kitty Pride's Dragon, uh, and Miss Lion, Miss Lion, Throg. Throg, the Thor, the Thor frog. Oh, okay. And uh, is that it? Aren't they fighting Thanos? They fight everybody. Yeah, they, so it's awesome. Like they can talk to each other. And Miss Lion talks about how hard it is to live in a boarding home with three superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I, I got some sad news. What? This is old. This is like three weeks ago. Uh, Travis Barker, the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, remember how he was in that plane crash? Yeah, yeah. got burnt yeah, the fuck up. Yeah. With the DJ. Yeah. Apparently, he was just in a bad car crash with oh, a school bus. No oh way. He must have pissed on an Indian uh, burial ground. No, he did something. Wow. Uh, you got another one? Yeah. There? Matt Katie. Uh, great question. Listening to old episodes makes it clear how much you guys have changed and the kinds of jokes and humor you use, how much more you want Geekdom to be more inclusive. As I only started listening after the election, literally the first episode I listened to was It Got Vegetables. <laughs> I would like to know if this has been a gradual change or was that a wake up? Uh, about us talking about inclusion? About getting a little more caught up in it, like like realizing that. Well, it's cer- it certainly fanned the flame. Uh, well, I mean, but also it's been ten years. It's been a goddamn decade. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've and it's, it's been quite a fucking decade. Twenty percent of my life, for God's sake. Yeah. Mm. You know. Uh, yeah. I'm. I, I mean, we've always, I think, been for inclusion. I mean, I have been. Since you know Star Trek raised me, um, well, and just like people being decent to each other, yeah. Because if if I'd let Utah County raise me instead of Star Trek, I'd oh exactly like God. I hate to think you'd be wearing a red said, hat. Yeah. If I if I wasn't a, a a kid that grew up Catholic named Shannon, yeah, in West Valley, <laughs> thank God my name wasn't like Carl. You know, <laughs> Carl. Nothing yeah, against no Carl. Anybody in Carl. But you know what I mean. Like like um, I just see so many people that never left West Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the events of the last couple of years certainly. Well, I mean, we we were moving in that direction anyway, but but I think yeah, definitely had, the had, or, the uh, the reign of Orange Forty Five. I had a uh, I had a moment more than anything that that real made me realize that I was not anywhere near as aware of things as I thought I was, mm. and it was this argument that broke out on on the Geek Show page over uh, over just a drawing. And oh yeah, yeah, it went very badly, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people gave us uh, gave up on us, and we gave up on a lot of people, and and it was a terse couple of days, and I don't think it was handled well by anyone, and uh, I realized my own culpability in the whole thing. I realized that I wasn't anywhere near as as progressive thinking or forward thinking mm-hmm. about issues of gender representation or equality for women in in the geekosphere. Uh, that um, if we 
Okay, I, I, pl- I play tabletop war games, right? So one of the one of the factions in Warhammer Forty Thousand is basically bondage space nuns, and we're all patting yourself, uh, ourselves on the back that we have inclusion for women in this game, where literally the only thing that you have for inclusiveness is bondage space nuns. That's not inclusion. It's such a complicated thing. I think it's so complicated. So, but one of the one of the things I heard that that really smacked me in the face was it's really hard for the person who is not being kept down to understand how other people are being kept down because mm-hmm. you've right. never experienced well, it. Okay, so here's a an example from my life. Okay, I went to teacher school <laughs> at, teacher uh, school! at uh, Westminster College, Liberal yes. Arts College. All right, and one of the classes I took um, was just about diversity, mm-hmm. and this so this is almost a decade ago. Right, and um, it was the first time I was introduced to the concept of white privilege. Mm-hmm. I was thirty something, and I'll say I was just like, "No, nah, this is bullshit." I'll say it right now. I sat there in that class. I'm like, "Yeah, the fuck, this is you know." No, yeah. I, I was like, "I don't, I don't believe this shit at all." Like, yeah. no, like just because I'm white. I got it better, or you know what I mean? I get like certain things. I had a shitty life. How can you say I'm privileged? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. And that's, that's the answer, but they, they still don't but, see it. You know, yeah. so it, yeah. like, but over the years, I've seen things that have changed me. And you know, I'm going to say, and this sounds so superficial. Um, one of it is like Me go, get, us going us to a movie. F- well, one of it is getting to know you, Jay. Yeah. Like, like you are probably. My, I'm back now. I, yeah, <laughs> um, but like, had to go to the back. Everything come out okay? Yes. Um, but yeah, it was hearing your stories, hearing your life experience, and then seeing the shit at the movie theaters. Yep. When we would go to the goddamn premieres. Multiple times, multiple, multiple like mul- yeah, like at least four times. It, 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 it became a running gag slash like when fucked the, up thing. So we'd sit down in in, in the uh, media, the, the taped off media area, yeah. And we'd all be sitting there, and then Jay would come and sit down, and then one of the fucking representatives, like the security people or whatever, would go, "Hey, um, no, you got to move." And he's like, "No, I'm, I'm media. I'm media. I'm part of this. Yeah, this right here, you know." And and we're all sitting there, and we're all like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, fucking, you know, and it's like, once again, he's with us. You know what I mean? And I was just like, and like the first time I was like, well, that was fucked up. Yep. The second time I was like, this is really fucked, fucked up. At third time, I was like, oh, Jesus. And the fourth time I was like, oh, <laughs> white privilege is real. It, you know, it's yep, fucking it's real. real. It's you know totally I mean? real. Jay, Jay told so, me something. like, I've had a lot of experience. I think we've all had it. This yeah. Like, well, I mean, over time. Jay told me something four years ago. I mean, Jay and I grew up in the same part of Southern California. Born uh, in the we, same hospital. Born in the same hospital. Uh, we both grew up in homes that had some rough starts and stops. And one day, he and I were talking, and we we're just like, "Okay, you know, you, you're you're a poor kid with a loving family, but you still had some rough starts and stops. But at the end of the day." Even with that background and that harshness, I I'm still a white dude. He and I can he can I can grow up in poor families, poor upbringings, and he and I can put on suits. We can put on the same suit, same Brooks Brothers suit, same two thousand dollars suit. We more both a, look like a, a million a Hugo Boss kind of guy. Hugo Boss. Person. We both put on. Well, Personally. I won't I won't do Hugo Boss because he designed the uniforms for the Nazis. But, yeah, but regardless, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Cole. yeah. So <laughs> so, but but at the end of the day, what ends up happening is is that we can erase our poverty with our clothing. We can erase our poverty by getting better jobs. He's still a black man at the end of the day, yeah. and if somebody has a, a a prejudice against that, 
that can't be disguised with clothing. That can't be disguised with cars. That can't disguise with anything. Yeah. So well, and I've also worked for like over a decade, almost a decade, in a community that's it's institutional poverty mm-hmm. that yeah. they can never yeah. get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then just watching what's been going on and the, and seeing the effects that it's had on children. I'm sorry. Yeah. If. I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm not going to be fucking nice anymore. No. I'm not going to go high. I'm going to yeah. stand up and go, fuck you with my middle finger up high and say, this is not fucking okay, you know? Um, and just quickly before we get to the next question, my, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've been aware, I mean, you know, I've been, I've, I've known Sue for 20 plus years, you yeah. know, and, and we've yeah. been married for at least 20 years. And, uh. Uh, so you know, being with her, I've got to see it, you know, mm-hmm. firsthand. But the the biggest example of it that I can give to people when when people say to you, "My life sucks and I'm white," no, no, no. Right. Here, here's here's what here's an example of white privilege. I had an I had a Saturn, yeah. this green Saturn. Right, you can't get much more of a white guy car than that, and the license plate. <laughs> The license plate was, uh, I altered it. Oh, I went, yeah, I remember the I story. went to a snowboard shop, and I got this, uh, because here in Utah, it says uh, Ski Utah, and there's a skier, and uh, and I was a snowboarder, so I got this sticker at the snowboard you shop. You put that snowboarder one over. And you put it over the ski guy, so it became Snowboard Utah, and then there's a snowboarder in the same style. Mm-hmm. So I drove that car for six years with that sticker on it, and then I sold it to my wife's twin brother, Drew. To Porter now, House. You know, you guys know Drew. He's it, awesome. Mm-hmm. And he's a great guy. Real but, good guy. But he's got this kind of aggressive looking uh, face. He, you know, but he, he does have a beautiful smile when he, he smiles. Does, yeah. when he does. He, but he looks like a guy who's been fucked with. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I sold him that car because we, we got into another one. And uh, he drove it for a week and a half. Now, let me back up. I've been pulled over in that car. Many times. Because you, like you drive like a fucking banshee. I do. So <laughs> Gary thinks speed limits are optional. Now, and, and, They're and suggestions. They are. <laughs> and I would, I would only get a speeding ticket. Yeah. He was not speeding. Yeah. He got pulled over for, for altering a license. Altering a license. Ah. Yep. They were looking for a reason to pull his ass over. So, yeah. you know, you, and, and, and when I... Explain, try to explain to people that white privilege is real. That's the story I lead with. Yep. There are a bunch of others, but that's the one yep. I lead with. Yep. The, the, I've but, got one more for me, too. Okay. The, the, um, St. Patrick's Day Parade. Mm-hmm. You know, I take that shit pretty seriously. Yes, you do. Uh, years ago, and this is like, when I started to realize, and I went back and I, I and started to reflect. Right? I'm like, I'm going to reflect on my life and see where are examples of, of my privilege, right? And St. Patrick's Day Parade, it was the end of the parade, they're cleaning up, uh, it was me and a bunch of my white friends, right? Mm-hmm. We all had, we'd been drinking since 8 o'clock in the morning, yep. we all had flasks. Only we had, eight? I was going to say, <laughs> you waited that long? Uh, no, but like, you know, and we had like, um, anyway, we were drunk. Yeah. And this uh, cop pulls up on us, on a, on, a, on a motorcycle. Woo! And we're all just like, oh, oh, oh. You know, we're fucked right now. What's up, Asif? Right? And we're... Exactly. And, yeah. like, we're obviously... Shit hammered. Intoxicated, you know? And he goes, I got a very important question to ask you. And we're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you guys like to buy a t-shirt for our... Uh, Charity. Fundraiser, oh, right? Christ. Yeah. And Jesus. we're like... And, like, we're honestly like, fuck 
you, cop. <laughs> Holy shit. And we're laughing. And I I probably have to go back to my MySpace or whatever. There's like, no, but there's like pictures of me getting fake arrested yeah, by the oh. cop, like leaning against the, 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 wow. the, 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 the police. I wish you could see Jay's face at this yeah. point. Yeah. Like, like seriously. Like, and we're like, Jay's like, no one pulled a gun? And we're like, yeah, right. And we're like laughing and shit. And I'm just like. There you go. There's an example. Right. All right. So that's a good one. I, I was first of all, I had to I had to go make a poo poo. I had to go drop a deuce is the, the clinical car- term. He had to go carve a shark. I had to go deliver a kid. Uh <laughs> what the fuck was the question? I never heard that. <laughs> oh, they're just talking just like about how we've got we've gotten a little bit more political. Let's just say yeah, it. Yeah. We've, okay. we've we've gotten we've gotten a little more intense about our like, our desire it? for equality in no, and and he was asking when it started. Um, and and I I mean and and I can you know as far as like the radio show, we get this we get accused of this all the time in the past 18 or 19 months whatever it's been. Says so, uh, yeah, I used to listen to your show but you guys got too political. Listen, asshole. I've been on that show all this time. We've always been yeah. political. Yeah. Right. We've always been bleeding heart liberals. What changed? Nothing. But you but changed. Exactly. exactly. But the difference. The difference. You just don't want to hear. You don't want to feel bad for what you fucking are That's supporting. Exactly. It's, it's exactly yeah. what it is. It's and like the people. Sorry. The people yeah. who started freaking out about the last couple Star Wars movies. It's when they realized that they identify with the Empire. Yeah, that, yeah. That, and, that, and you wake up and you go, "Oh, wait a second! I like the bad guys more. They're the fascist. I think I'm a fascist." These kids and their feminist agenda and their SJW bullshit. And oh my god! Spinners. Yeah, and their fidget spinners mm. and and inclusivity and women and uh, anyway. Right. Next question. No, next question. Uh, just, just, <laughs> oh, just real quick before we go to that next question. Yes. You guys are amazing. No, like, just no, no, like, no, nah, like, no. Nah. like we should be the fucking baseline. Yeah, it, it, but it's we should be the baseline. Agree, but society, society should be looking at this right now. Uh, great Mark Marin uh, stand-up where he said, "Hey, did you ever think you're going to be going? Wow, those Nazis are annoying. No, we shouldn't be there. Yeah. We shouldn't have a bill where they're trying to talk about banning anti-fascism because that should be our fucking baseline. Should we should be say normal anti-fascist. Oh, that's right, fascism's bad. We should be anti that. Yeah, that no, should be our baseline. Yeah. No, I, I, hey, agree. I agree. Hey, I agree. White, hey, white ladies." Stop calling the cops on everybody. Yeah, because... What the fuck is wrong with you? He's got Yo. socks. He's got socks on in the pool. He's got socks on near the pool. Yeah, he's yeah. selling lemonade outside oh, my, my house. Gosh. Or candy <laughs> outside the grocery store. Where's his, like, uh, where's his business license? Where's the, his permit? Calling the cops like, they want, they're, like they're talking to the manager at Target. What, hey, what yeah. the I'm fuck say, is wrong with you? I'm going to say this for... No, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, zo- like, I'm zooming in on the microphone. I will say this and I'll sum it up very quickly. 911 is for emergency. That's right? it. That's yeah. all it's okay. for. 911 is for <laughs> emergencies, it's not, not for your because your neighbor having a barbecue. Not because you feel uncomfortable. That's right. If you call, like, listen to me. Listen to me. If you're a listener right now, listen to me. If you listen, call, Linda. If you call 911 on a person of color they because it makes shot. you feel uncomfortable, at that point you could you could be an accessory to murder. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. That's the God's yep. honest that, truth. Not, like, a, that is blatant honest truth. Yep. That's all I'll say. Hey, you'll see, like, okay, yeah, the let's other move thing, on. Let's yeah, move on. Let's move I was on. just going to say the other thing, too, is you could be tying up a line for an a 911 line that someone yeah. actually has an emergency and they can't get to. No. That's true. All right. Next question. <laughs> Watch me on KSL. I summed it, I summed it up. Uh, summed it. So uh, Jared wants to know, he wants to start reading Batman comics. Ah, yes. Where should he start? Batman 1. 
uh, <laughs> anything one. by Frank Miller because I know him personally. And no, no, <laughs> just, right. not, not all-star Frank Miller because I'm the goddamn Batman is not the comic. I would right. say I, I liked it. My suggestions, oh, I know you liked it. Yeah. My yeah. suggestions would be uh, start with Batman Year One. That's yep. also Frank Miller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's quite good. Long Halloween. Long Halloween. Long Halloween <laughs> right? good. Tim Sale. Um, uh, well, I would say start with uh, number one right now. That they have because oh, every start after after rebirth that uh, the current run of Batman that's is the, that's I've heard the current it's good. run is quite yeah. good because Tim King is writing it and you yeah. guys know I love him for what he did for Vision at Marvel sure right sure uh, but he's writing Batman now and and, and I read some when he started and it's just amazing he's made he's made the villain Kite Man relevant oh, wow what? I know right right uh, but anyway uh, I, Dark Knight good. Returns Dark Knight yeah, Returns Dark Knight Returns is a classic but keep in mind that that's an alternate future yeah right. uh, Long Halloween Long yeah, Halloween we, we, we mentioned that, that one yeah it's it's um, it's classic um, <laughs> it is a good one what's the Bill Sankovich one my bad Arkham uh, Asylum Arkham, Arkham Asylum's good and that's uh, that's just beautiful to look at well I would say two throw in Nightfall in there yeah oh, where, yeah. where yeah. Uh, Bane makes his first appearance yeah. uh, you know what I love is I love No Man's Land. Oh, mm. No Man's Land is so good. When uh, when Gotham gets cut off from the rest of the world yeah, because of, I remember because that of the uh, um, earthquake. Yeah, and the, and the rest of and and the United States government's like we're, we don't even fuck you, mess Gotham. With this. You are a fucking that's, mess. That's, and they basically just contain them. So that's yeah. a, you know like Puerto Rico. Um, I was yeah. just about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so watch uh, on KSL. Rick Ricky wants to know what your favorite Disneyland ride or attraction is. This is a good question. Disneyland? Disneyland, ride or attraction. Right, so I'm going to go with the specificity of the question. All right. Now, you remember, you, <laughs> you, uh, you were always afraid of roller coasters a little bit, weren't I, you? I was terrified of them. And uh, now, see, California Adventure wasn't there when you and I went. It was right? not. It but, was not. But we got you, did we get you on Matterhorn? Yes, you did. That's right. Okay. And how did you get me on Matterhorn? Uh, I think we dragged you. No. Did no. they get you drunk first? No, he he said it was an interesting weekend because Carrie called me up at like six o'clock one night and said, "Hey, I need you to be ready to go in a minute because I have to go to California with somebody that I don't really want to go to California with." And I was like, "Well, then don't go." And he said, "No, I need you to go with me." I said, "I can't afford it." And he said, "Don't worry about it." So <laughs> next morning, next morning we're literally after driving in an open top Jeep all night. Whoa, uh, we're in Anaheim, and uh, I was like, "I don't want to go. I'm afraid of roller coasters. I'm afraid of fast rides. I'm afraid of anything else." And Carrie said. We're going to start with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and we're going to work our way up. And by <laughs> nice. the end of the day, by the end of the day, he had me on the Matterhorn. He had me on because I had a very traumatic experience at Disneyland when I was like four or five years old, mm-hmm. and so just fast rides, sudden drops, all that shit scared the hell out of me. But we yeah. eventually got you on Thunder Mountain. I you think, got me on we? Thunder Mountain like yeah. eight times, yeah. and we had a blast. Well, see, now we got to go back and get you on. Uh, it, well, it's not California Screaming anymore. I in, can't do Screaming in California Adventure. It's yeah. now the incredible Incredicoaster. The Incredicoaster. Yeah, they've they've made it incredible. <laughs> yeah. Steam. My wife and my son did it like twenty thousand times the last yeah. time we went, and they had a blast. And I just basically said, you know what? Maybe that's not for me. Yeah. Remember, remember when I was so hungover, I almost threw up on the Cars ride. Yes, <laughs> that's the only place you can go drunk driving in a car, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, a- anyone want to step in? Uh, mine was Scream California for the longest time. Well, then you need to ride the Incredicoaster. I do. Mm-hmm. Hmm? What was the question? All right. Favorite mine Disneyland was the, ride. Uh, Bugs Life? Uh, you, Little show? It's too late now. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. No, my real answer is actually the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's is, a good one. That's a good that's one. That's probably mine, too. It's yeah. it's mine. It's a toss-up between Star Tours and Haunted Mansion. Because wait, wait, wait. Haunted, I like Haunted Mansion, I, I, I will, when I go to Disneyland... And we go do our, you know, our obligatory visit with Agent Z. 
Mm -hmm. uh, then it's literally the entire day just running back and forth between Star Tours and Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I'll do it all day. Hmm? Pirates of the Caribbean. Great ride. No, of course. Like, of course. Uh, it, okay. I was I was a kid growing up in Southern California. Yeah. And you go to Disneyland, like you go you, there's two places. When you when you're a kid, you're like a teenager, you can get good you can good get like a nice little high school pass to Knott's Berry Farm mm -hmm. or Disneyland. Or both. Pirates of the Caribbean, if you're a young teenager, is a great ride. Until they call you out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You will get called out. What do you mean? If, For liking pirates too much? No. Well, they have <laughs> they have cameras throughout the rides. And if you're a little bit uh, a Morris. Well, oh, if you're like oh, making out with oh, Chad. Oh, yeah. No, that is a great ride for making out. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful well, yeah. minus the 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 overly aggressive men that, that you see throughout the ride. But I mean the pirates? Not but you're not paying attention to them. Yeah. You know what but you know what I'm talking about. I though. know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Um, I um it holds a special place in my also, my, if, my parts. In your dingus. <laughs> If it's uh, if it's Disneyland, um, if I'm well, I was going to say because my favorite ride in that area is is that Guardians of the Galaxy ride. They really actually took that Twilight Zone ride and made it into a cool Guardians of the Galaxy. But you ride. Loved, I loved like, the Twilight Zone ride, and I did. I'd yeah. like to do that one. It's really good. But if I'm picking Disneyland, I'll be honest with you, I can't pick one favorite ride. Because it's the park for you. Because it's the entire yeah. park for it's me. It's vitamin D. Because I love all those old ones from the, like, I love the Mr. Toad. Yeah. And I love, you know. And here's the thing. I don't even have to go on a ride. You just have to be there. I just have to walk through. Yeah. And that's no, all I need. I remember I need. when you and I first started getting to be friends, like, yeah. you know, in the early 90s, and I remember you saying, I need my vitamin D. Yeah. Because you had to go to Disneyland a couple oh, times a year. Disney. E I oh, get it. I thought yeah. it was GED. No, oh, that's different. No. GED BT? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Egg Fu wants to know who wants a body massage. Oh, right now. Not me. I would love Egg, one. <laughs> I would love a body massage. I'll take one. Body it's massage. It's pretty good. It's follow, pretty good at it. Follow Egg Fu on Twitter, by the way. Egg, Egg's, Egg's, a, Egg's a great dude. Yeah. Um, all right. James Orme, uh, another great dude. James Orme, yes. Make, uh, it a, make it a good one. This is our he's, last he's one. Heard, uh, he's heard our pitch about a Star Trek series. Uh, what other similar great geek story ideas or theories have you guys had over the years? What? Now, read that question again? Well, Carrie and I had an idea for a Star Trek series that we wrote, actually yeah. on that trip to Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, so he wants to know what other what other pitches or ideas you guys have for a for a fantastic franchise or, well, or genre show. Well, and also don't forget, on that same trip, we invented Planet of the Apes the musical. We did. Which was in The Simpsons, then the Simpsons which stole Which later <laughs> yeah. appeared on The Simpsons. I actually, sang the, I actually sang the finale to that on the steps of a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I think the best idea we've come up with is Jedi Truckers. Jedi Truckers is pretty good. <laughs> Jedi Our Truckers Aquaman pitch, I thought, was Aquaman great. was really good. Um, Aquaman movie, yep. I've discussed this with, um, for those that, d that don't or do know, I'm a member of the Air National Guard, and um, we've always talked about, you know, so the Empire obviously has a shitload of stormtroopers, you know, that are on the Death Star and, mm -hmm. you know, what, Starkiller base or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's also, with any with any infantry, with any regiment, there's always your reserves. <laughs> Stormtrooper reserves? No, like, so there's got to be a guard unit out in the outer rim somewhere, just on a shitty planet, just being like... <laughs> mm, that just could be good. You know, yeah. like, just coming in doing, you know, CBTs, doing yeah. computer-based training, just like, all right, guys. We're... So are you talking about, like, the office for Stormtroopers? <laughs> <laughs> it's their one week in a month, and they show up. They, like honestly, <laughs> the, the reserve. The, we've we've <laughs> we've awesome. written this. We've written this. It's a thing. 
Um, and then that's 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 like my pitch, but it's we've already pitched it on this show. You know, geek show at the con. Yeah. You know, it's just getting a particular guest or just our 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 stupid ass adventures and interacting with fans and. Mm -hmm. Jimmy and I put a put together a good pitch one time. It was that uh, the stormtrooper that let the uh, that was these aren't the droids you're looking for. Oh, remember? Yeah. And just like what a what a shit life he had. No, well, the guy <laughs> after that, that incident, he's like, oh hey, hey, these aren't the drinks you're looking for, asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <this> kind of thing. <laughs> All right, it's one special. Uh, let's see. Do we have uh, movies, games, anything? You got anything? Uh, there's quick there. There's no games this week. There's no games this week. I, I yeah. hate that there's you some, said whoop. that with with like no enthusiasm. There's no games this week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's no games this week. I mean, there are, but they don't look good. There's no tennis video. <laughs> There's Fart Tamer. Ready Player One is now out. Ready Player yeah. One is out this week. Fart Tamer. Yeah. Uh, Supergirl on Blu ray. Uh, the series? Like, or the, no, movie. The, the, old, the movie? The old school movie with uh, uh, Helen uh, Carter. No. no, Slater. Helen Slater. Yeah. No. I got an autograph from her. Yeah, the same Jimmy Olsen from the Christopher Reeve. Superman movies was oh that. yeah yeah oh and Lana was it Lana Turner no no it was uh, fucking No Wires oh, Hangers uh, No Wire Hangers um, Joan Crawford but the one who played Joan Crawford Faye Dunaway Faye Dunaway yeah. thank yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah. Memoirs not of, a good movie ooh, Memoirs of Invisible Man on uh, Blu-ray Chevy Chase Is that Chevy yeah. Chase one <laughs> I directed by John Carter I actually oh really kind John of, Carter from the from the Arrow. The arrow, the, the radio <laughs> station. You used to work yeah. with him. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. I actually liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked all those weird movies he did. What was the one where he had like psychic powers and shit? That is such a turd, but I love it. What is it? It was called Modern Problems. Yeah, Modern Problems, where he's an air traffic controller. Yeah, <laughs> and he does. He... I, I just my last my last good Chevy Chase movie was Nothing But Trouble. Uh, that was. That it was, was terrible, but it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, yes. That's it. That good? Yep. What the? Fuck? That's good enough. No movies. No uh, games. That's good yeah, enough. There's nothing, Mister B. If you would, let's let's put a bullet in this thing. Ham, I'm gonna ask you to check your goddamn privilege. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to meet you. The style of this film is fantastic, and I'm curious who influenced you in your creativity. You know. There, there were lots of influences. Uh, I mean, originally, I, there's a painter called Lowry, uh, which uh, I, was a lot of a visual reference for me. And then, uh, you know, I went back to the Shepherd's drawings from the early Winnie the Pooh drawings, yeah. which uh, uh, how, Winnie, how he drew Pooh and how I wanted to sort of reincorporate him in this origin story of Chris Robin and Winnie the Pooh. What initially attracted you to the project? You know, what happened is I was on a plane with my daughter. She was watching on her iPod. She was watching a cartoon of, of Pooh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking over, and uh, she suddenly sa- turns to me and says to me, you know what, all your movies are so dark, I can't watch any of them. Can you <laughs> make one for me? <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, uh, why don't we make Pooh? Yeah. I said, 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 exactly, why don't we make Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. And so uh, stars aligned three years later, here we are. And, and that was sort of the first step. Why do you think Winnie the Pooh is so beloved? You know, it's it's like when when I was a child and I had had a, had a poo bear there. You know, it, it's sometimes you know you you in moments where you're alone and in moments where you don't have hope or, or not feeling feeling your parents understand you or something like that. 
there's this bears in New Copenhagen. You you felt like has this understanding and warmth and love, and I think that's what this bear is about. You know, he has this sort of even the red sweater is the heart. It's like this is 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 about love. What do you think the hardest uh, scene to film was? Uh, that you know, well, a lot of scenes are very hard because you a lot of you shooting plates and you and acting to basically air because uh, you know you have to remove the bear itself and and that there's a lot of complication with that with that. Yeah. And you're dealing with uh, extreme circumstances with the weather in England, changing from sunshine to rain every half an hour. <laughs> so so that brings a whole set of complications with 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 you. Was the were the voice actors on set with the the. Live no, no, the the voice actors came in later. We recorded them later. I had on set. I I casted young uh, film uh, sort of actors. They graduated from drama school, and I put them basically in there. So Ewan had a voice to interact, and or he had an ear earwig for the wide shots to interact, oh, okay. so he could speak to someone. But then the voice actors came in later, and then we re-recorded them and basically animated to them. Ah, uh-huh. and who is your favorite character in the movie? Uh, you know, I love Pooh. You know, he has special <laughs> place in my heart. And you know, and he doesn't doesn't never ask you for any motivations or anything. He usually always t- t- does what you tell him to do. Yeah. I think Eeyore and Piglet are close seconds. <laughs> Eeyore can be a little more difficult on set, though. Of course. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Uh, good. good to Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure meeting both of you. Me too. Uh, how were you first introduced to Winnie the Pooh? I had the cassette tapes and listened to the oh. audio version. So uh, when I was a kid, I listened to them with a little walk- Walkman um, at night time. God, I miss feel old. Times have changed no. really quickly. Um, yeah. I remember cassettes coming in, so <laughs> you got nothing on me. I must have read. I must have had the books read to me because I'm very familiar with the. Having read them to my kids, I'm very familiar with all the chapters and the stories. So mm. my parents must have read them to me, and then of course the Disney cartoons, which we must have grown up with as well. Why do you believe he's so beloved? I think because of, you, you were talking about this earlier, the, the ideas that he represents of being in the moment and just to be with the people that you love um, without kind of an agenda other than just wanting their time and, and, and to care for them. And yeah. there's, some, there's an unconditional love that he has for Christopher Robin I think is so heartwarming and mm. takes us out of whatever distracted moment that we're having or you know, an important responsible task at hand to just have a moment to play and realize that in, in this moment everything is okay. Mm. Well, what's your favorite scene of film? I've got many, many scenes. I like our dancing scene, mm-hmm. and I like our scene in the kitchen where you where where in the middle of slightly a, a slight heavy scene. There's a little moment where I say, um, "Was it, was my, it dancing? my dancing?" That's a nice moment. Yeah, that's a lovely. Moment. And uh, and then with Pooh, there's a reconciliation scene that I find very beautiful. After yeah. I've uh, Christopher Robin loses his temper with Pooh in the forest because he's frustrated and he wants to get back to work and. Um, who disappears and then he tracks him down again and there's a there's a very nice scene where he sits down with him and says sorry <laughs> and uh, I find that really beautiful. Mm-hmm. What was your initial attraction to the project? I, uh, I got the call to speak with Mark Forster, the director, about it and I'd seen other work that he had done and the combination of, of Mark um, to be working on something like Winnie the Pooh was really interesting to me because Mark's a very independent film director and he's got a beautiful style and 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 atmosphere that he creates in some of his films that I wouldn't necessarily asso- associate directly with a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And I felt that he would bring kind of an emotional depth to it visually, but also within the performances. Um, so that was kind of the way in, I think, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've worked with Mark before in the past. I made a film with him called Stay back in the early 2000s. And um, I've always en- I really enjoyed that experience of working with him. And we stayed, stayed in touch. And when he described the film to me, I just found it, it sounded incredible what he wanted to achieve with the film yeah. 
wasn't mm. what I'd, yeah, like Haley says, just mm. wasn't, wasn't quite what you would imagine, but it's so, it's so uh, wonderful what he's done. If you had to choose your favorite character, who would you choose? Oh, it depends on the day of the week, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I love Kanga and Rue. I think they're very cute. Double act. They are. Um, but I think you know Pooh is the kind of the Zen master in all of this. He's the he's the, the go to guy. Yeah. So I would always yeah. choose you, and you've bonded with. I really I spent so much time with Pooh. Yeah, it was really like he's somebody that I've known. You know. Yeah. But there was a couple of, there was a couple of scenes with Eeyore that were there was a scene where I'm looking around Owl's house that's fallen down, and they had Eeyore on a log outside, and I looked at him through a window and. I had, I would swear to God, I had a moment where I thought like it was like he moved. You know, I, I felt like it was just a stuff like a teddy bear of Eeyore yeah. out there that I was acting with. But yeah. after the take, I for sure thought he blinked. Or, like, he was like, really expressive like eyes. Yeah, he yeah. looked very real, didn't yeah. he? Awesome. Absolutely pleasure to meet you Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Thank yeah, you so much. Take Thank care. you. Have a good Thank day. You.